The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, Walker! So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO!
Wrestling and stand up if you hate Roman. For the first time, 
in three and a half years since December of 2019. Roman Reigns was pinned by his cousin, made of that Jay Uso. How sweet it is. Homeboy Shivani, and now the PWC, the Pro Wrestling Coalition, is on the air for the most exciting two hours of professional wrestling podcasting in the world. We're going to put butts in seats and ears to the streets. And now, here are your hosts, Jimmy T and Jeff Lipman. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the PWC Money in the Bank post-game show. I am your host, Jimmy T. <laughs> And my co-host, he's doing all sorts of, uh, was it the Hardy Boys or is it the Jeffrey Boys? I don't know, but being wrong feels so good, apparently. It is Dr. Jeff Lippman. Welcome back to the PwC and welcome to the Money in the Bank post-game show. London, yeah, hands up. Yeah, hands up, baby, hands up. Yeah, so uh, wrong about a lot of things, but pleasantly so. Um... Uh, obviously, Michael Cole lied to us when he said that the Cody match was the main event, which uh, threw, threw off some thinking, I suppose. Uh, we got the we got one of the expected returns, not necessarily uh, in the place, but well, in in that match, but uh, not in, not necessarily the guy that we thought at the at the time. But I, I don't think it was disappointing. So uh, I don't know. Listen, another PLE, which I really didn't know what to expect going in, and another one that, in my mind, over-delivered. Uh, I mean, t tell me a crap PLE by WWE in 2023. I can't. I, 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 can't, I, I can't do it. Uh, and, and why would I even try to? I mean, you know, first of all, this has nothing to do with, um, you know, with... with uh, I mean, it's just a piece of geography, but I get a show that starts at three o'clock and ends before seven. Uh, I mean, this is the dream. I mean, this, <laughs> this is this is fantastic. Like, if I actually was someone with a life, I I could I'd still have my entire Saturday Night Life out. <laughs> well, it's kind of similar times. I could be in Morton's by eight fifteen. I could be I could have a scotch by eight twenty. I mean. <laughs> Well, for me, it's pretty. It was pretty early. It started at five a.m., ended obviously at. No one cares know, about your time. No, but what a weird time, though. I mean, it went for what three and a half hours? Oh, like three and a half hours, almost to the minute. I mean, beautiful. that's weird. Beautiful. No, but really, they never do that though. They don't usually do three and a half. If they go over three, it's usually four. It's a weird sort of aspect. Yeah, I don't know. That's just. It is. I mean. And the pre-show, as usual, is nothing except there was one scene with uh, Paul Heyman doing a live promo where he was crying, talking about he wasn't going to be responsible for basically how brutal Roman Reigns was going to be, which was not even remotely close to what we saw in the ring. So even that, while it was good, I mean, he acted exactly the same. He's still slow and methodical. So, he, so that he, even that was like a big nothing. Oh, how good was the champ, by the way? Stand up if you hate Roman. <laughs> I, don't, I, I, I can't find it. I don't understand British. <laughs> so half the chance you didn't actually understand? I would say 100% chance I didn't understand. <laughs> I'm calling him a wanker a lot. Okay. Just quietly. If you know what that means. 
yeah, a wanker means a cock. Well, no, wanker means a jerk off. Oh, I thought pulling yeah. a wanker was. Well, terrific. He's a jerk off. Hey, I'm from a big, big difference between calling someone a jerk off and a cock. I mean, it's the same thing. Oh, whatever. You know what I mean? But we use the same sort of terminology. We love saying wanker also, so. <laughs> Shout outs to, to the English. But, um. No, that, the chants were off the hook, man. And and what's this about Cena and WrestleMania? Uh, well, I don't think they send John Cena out there to do that whole thing if if, if they haven't already signed a deal with with the the, the, the mayor of London and or the uh, government of Great Britain. I, I would imagine there'll be an announcement tomorrow or Monday that WrestleMania is going to be in in London. What is it? I guess 2024 is already set. So what? 2025, 2026. I mean, they no, I don't see him announcing it. I don't see him announcing it this early. No way. They absolutely. Why would they do all that without that? Yeah, and, and you know where they're going to announce it to be? Wembley. Oh fuck! One hundred percent, absolutely. And if they do announce it early, like you say, then this is literally shots fired right back at AEW. Sure, of course it is. And, and AEW is there's WWE coming us again. Oh fuck off! And you know what? There's, there's, there's not nothing to that, but there's but it's like a who cares? Yeah, well, exactly. At least but, these um, will really be bought by actual people. <laughs> well, let's not hope by so, AI. <laughs> oh, homeboys in the chat saying, "What up, motherfuckers? What up? What up?" And the comic <laughs> king's in the house. Hey yo, hey, and yo. you're not happy right now. Let me guess, Todd. You you fucked up your pickums, didn't you? Don't I worry, mean, it fucked us all up. Does he re- does he really gamble on wrestling? <laughs> there you go. I don't know. Good question. Oh, yeah, in the pick'em. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, he's he's this part of the hate and pick'ems. This was a hard show to pick. They 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 fooled us in a lot of ways. I mean, the whole thing the whole thing with Shotzi was was threw me in an entirely different direction. If it wasn't for that, I would have picked EO, um, or I would have yeah. been very conflicted between EO and Trish. Um, well, to be fair. I mean, what did I get right? I think I've got like three or four, and the rest I, I, I went totally three, fucked I went up. Three or four, I, you know. I, they... We we sucked. We sucked pretty bad. You got the main event wrong, right? You went with Roman and uh, Solo, yeah. correct? And I went yeah. with the Usos. Thank God. But uh, yeah, what, what's at stake? Thank God. <laughs> no, well, nothing was at stake. Obviously, just bragging exactly. rights. So, don't waste your <laughs> don't waste your praise to the Sky Genie. Uh, <laughs> first world title shot and shit the bed. <laughs> uh, well, those are two separate uh, things. Then get your bed clean. <laughs> yeah, that's actually good advice, just quietly. But um, no, look, man, it, it was a great show. It's just the time that it was on for me is a bit, you know, a bit out there. But that's all right. But like you said, for you, three p.m. beautiful. Usually for me during the summer, it's on, you know, all PLEs and Raws and Smackdowns are on at 12 at, you know, lunchtime, which I don't mind myself. But uh, look, man, still, the show was great. But um, yeah, like what Todd said, in my defense, you saw Shayna Baszler turning around to Rousey. What the fuck? Yeah, that was weird, man. No, that was completely out of left field. Don't know. You know, I, they'll make up the reason where why all these years, you know, I could have had them. The best years of my life wasted. I had to be with Naya and Maddie and all those. We could have been dominating for, for the last seven years. But no, you wanted to be a star. You wanted to be in movies and video games and TV shows. You're on a TV show. Right? I mean, we know what the promo is already going to be. But this is this is this is too late. It's like no, nobody cares. And, and 
I saw a tweet from Kevin Castle, who, you know, he didn't say this before, but he tweeted, he said, you know, the, the word was is that both ladies were frustrated with getting no response from the crowd as a team. Oh, I saw that too. So uh, they decide maybe they get more heat if they had a feud. Okay, listen, that sounds like it makes sense, but frankly, if you have that kind of information, say it before the show, not after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nah, he's just trolling, man, at the end of the day. I don't, I don't think it's it. that, though. No, do you think he had inside words? Do you think he could have been cross? Well, could have been, but uh, obviously he didn't. He, he either he chose not to relay it, or he told him he wouldn't relay. He wouldn't say anything about it early, or he, he heard afterwards. Or he's doing what some people do, and we all do it sometimes: is pretend that we had knowledge for that we did not actually have knowledge of. It's true, and like Todd says, it makes Basil relevant again. I guess. But still, it's weird and kill me in the picket. It killed us too. I wouldn't have thought Liv Morgan and Raquel would be kill me. I got the match wrong. Who cares? I mean, look, <laughs> oh, actually, this is this is good in so many ways because one, uh, they, they re injured Liv's arm, and this is a tag team. Listen, they're vulnerable. Other female teams can beat Shane, I mean, uh, Raquel and Liv. Beating Shayna and Ronda just isn't believable. So it's to have this as well. It's just took me off guard. I, I don't mind it. I don't hate it at all. It was a true blue surprise. Um, and them feuding fine. I, I don't really. It, that's the thing. I don't really care about either one of them. I don't think. I, I mean, for all I care, they, they can they can go to the dark side of the moon and fight forever. I, you, <laughs> know, I don't, you know, last off. I don't care. <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. Well, you know, it is what it is. It was weird, though. I still I still think it's weird. And like you said, the promo will be pretty much just that. Maybe she's jealous. Maybe she, she had a crush on Ronda and uh, she had to settle for second best in Dakota Kai. <laughs> two very different types. <laughs> Who would you actually go for? It's I don't know. Like, I, mean, I think Zoe <laughs> is closer to the Ronda spectrum than... than <laughs> I mean, like Dakota's uh, like all the way on the other oh. side. Completely. I mean, pretty much everyone else. <laughs> Completely, dude. That's a hard one. I'm, I'm not going to lie. But uh, anyway, let's move on to the first match of the evening, shall we, Jeff? And it is the men's money in the bank ladder match with Damian Priest versus LA Knight versus Logan Paul versus Pete Butch Dunn, Ricochet, Santos Escobar, and Shinsuke Nakamura. And, um, look, we man, this is... Escobar's look for a second. What was he, Zorro? I, I don't know what he was. It, I mean, it, it was some sort of like, like, I didn't like dislike it. It just came out of nowhere. Like, he had a new haircut. He had like the lo Lone Ranger mask that was like painted on his <laughs> yeah. face. He like cut his hair in a strange way, though. He, he still kept the, the pigtails, um, or the, the, the braid ponytail on the back. Uh, right. But he was wearing, like, I, I guess it was traditional warrior garb. I don't know. I'm just guessing. I, I really don't know. Um, it was sort of cool, but, it, you know, if this is him reverting back to, to a, like, a more of a King Cuerno character, I dig it. And But he definitely looked like a heel, not a face. I still think he's going to turn. And as a matter of fact, I think this is just a one-off, Jeff. It, it was just because of the occasion, man. I would agree with you, except for the haircut. He got a haircut. Well, that, that's true. I think what's in right now is the Uso Solo Sokoa hairstyles, if you know what I'm saying. He kind of looks like he's gotten that look. Oh, dude, he's, he, you ain't Samoan, man. <laughs> 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 Homeboy brings up an interesting thing, though, Jeff. 
Amanda Nunez retired from USC, so Ronda Rousey should go back and fight. Could that be what might happen? No, Ronda Rousey can't fight in the UFC anymore, and I have no idea who Amanda Nunez is. She is the best ever female fighter, period, man. Undefeated. She destroys bitches. I mean, why why would anyone think that Ronda Rousey, after seven years, can go back and fight people? I mean, she she was real... She she got beat in her era, and she was so dominant in the era because there weren't that many female fighters. Let's face it: if she if she started fighting five years later, nobody would know her name. Maybe, maybe, and that's exactly what happened. As soon as Amanda Nunes came into it, as soon as uh, a few other women came into it, she got beat by Holly, Holly Holm. Holm. Holly Holm was the one. Holly Holm was surprising. Well, that was a Where's shock, Holly and that happened Holm in now? Melbourne. Funny enough, in my neck of the woods. Where's Holly Holm now? Nowheresville. Yeah, and she was kind of sucking a little bit, even when she beat Ronda, sort of. But uh, it is what it is. Cyborg is another. Where, where, where's Cyborg now? Nowhere. She's done. After Amanda exactly. Nunes beat her, she was gone. Right. So, but what, Amanda so Nunes. What's like anyone think that nine years later, Ronda Rousey can go back and, and fight? She's not George Foreman. She's not six six three hundred pounds that nobody can actually <laughs> physically hurt him. You know, it's just it's it, that ain't the way. The fact that that guy kept fighting for as long as he did is just incredible. He'd fight now if they'd pay him to do it. <laughs> 100%. Todd says that, or going for the Aztec warrior look. I know what you're saying. It kind of looked like that. Well, uh, what he was wearing around his chest and shit, sure. Have but, I, uh, having never actually met an Aztec warrior, I don't know. <laughs> but I, I, you know, that, that was sort of my assumption that there was, it was, it was some, I don't know if it was Aztec, Maya, Toltec, Olmec, you know, or one of probably the other, probably. 750 different identified tribes I, I have no idea but sure that would have been my guess too but i don't i don't know so i don't want to say it fair enough i mean it was definitely aztec warrior-esque though but his face mask whatever the hell you want to call it, it was that was, was very yeah lone ranger like it's either that or zoro right zoro something the, like that yeah the, 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 he didn't but he didn't have six shooters or a saber so <laughs> that's true that's true. But anyway, let's get into the first matchup, shall we, Jeff? And Zora um, had a foil, right? It wasn't a saber. I'm not really sure. A, a sword, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, but it, but, but wasn't it one of the thin swords, like the fencing swords? Yeah, yeah, like a fencing sword. Like right, a foil. Exactly. Was foil. Right, right. Right, right. No, no, it definitely was that. I mean, uh, wasn't Antonio Banderas the last one that played Zoro in a movie? Uh, there's never a last one, but yeah, he was the one in the movie. I mean, my favorite, of course, was uh, Charles Hamilton, who played Zoro the Gay Blade. <laughs> You've met one. I'm an Aztec warrior. Listen, you're, you're none of those things. <laughs> sure, I'm You're not right. even one. You're 88. Exactly. Hey, if, fact, if you know what? Just for that, you're now Homeboy 22. <laughs> <laughs> You've gone straight back down. As a matter of fact, he could be Homeboy 11 at this point. I know. You're, right. you're, you're, gonna, you're, you're going to be in danger of a 10 count pretty soon. <laughs> You're going to be counted out. <laughs> it's going to be pretty good. You're going to be homebo, then homebo. <laughs> uh, look at this guy. Who is that guy with, with you, Jeff? I don't remember him without a hat. I do sometimes not wear a hat. Uh, clearly, it's one of our boys. I don't know who it is. but uh, uh, maybe, so, maybe people want to see your snazzy new haircut where you, where you have um, Santos Escobar's old haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Uh, anyway, you got this, he's got this little rat tail thing on the back. No, 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 not now. Right now, it's in a bun. The man right buns now, out. That's right, very feminine. 
<laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and look at Todd. Homeboy's a warrior, a keyboard warrior. <laughs> he ain't lying. See what I mean? See what I mean? He knows. No, no, no. But he knows. He gets it. <laughs> That's what's funny. Um, anyway, back to the first matchup. This had it all. I mean, it was a fun match to start off with. LA Knight was mega over. I mean, so over. I mean, over is like the wrong word. I don't even know what to call it, but everyone was just chanting his name as he was coming out. And it's a shame they didn't pull the trigger with him, but I get it. He was doing heel things and people were chanting. Every time someone hit him, they're like, oh. And then if he made a comeback, they're like, yeah. And and he's like, he's like BDM Nakamura or something. And they're cheering from it. It's like, it didn't matter who it was. They they didn't care if he was facing a heel or a face. He was, he was fighting like a heel and people are cheering it. I would have called an audible. I have to tell you, I, I would have called an audible. Uh, and I'm not just agreeing with my prior pick. I, I'm not mad about it. I think I, I think this is cool and it has potential. But this is just to further the breakup of, of the Judgment Day, which was going to break up anyway. Um, and if and if Priest is going to be a face, I, I just think Money in the Bank is better with a heel. Yeah, but like, like I said, I understood. Well, I just had a feeling he wasn't going to win. Now, I didn't pick Damien Priest, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I understood why Damien Priest did end up winning because, like we were saying off the air, He's, in some ways, been the MVP for WWE from the start of the year till now, right now. I just think he's the the, the workhorse of this company, and, and he's taken a lot of shit, and I think they're just rewarding him for the hard work that he has put in. This is one important spot. Yeah, but come on. Come on, man. He's I taken a lot of L's. I have no idea what you mean by the workhorse. I mean, you could you could say that about Seth Rollins. You could say that about... No, Paul when Paul. I say workhorse, like, what what I mean by that? Not Seth Rollins' workhorse, obviously, oh, but okay. he, like a company guy. You know what I mean? So by workhorse, you mean something entirely different. You mean like The Miz? Yeah, sort of, but not not that bad, obviously. <laughs> uh, well, well, you you work on what kind of uh, farm animal that you want to compare them to, and then we'll get back. <laughs> farm animal. <laughs> we'll, we'll get we'll, we'll get back to it. You know what? Anyone, uh, anything boy. in the animal kingdom is available to you. It doesn't need to be farm animal. Doesn't even need to be a domesticated animal. You you have you have the entire any phylum genus family, whatever species well, you want. But I will say something f- interesting, though. When I was watching LA Knight's interview with Chris Van Fleet, which is pretty good. It only went for like 20-something minutes, but it was still pretty good. He, he, LA Knight said something interesting. Uh, Van Fleet actually asked him, do you think you know, you'll know you win the money in the bank? Because you're so over, you should win it, and blah, blah, blah. And LA Knight said, anyone with ears can tell that he's over. And he replied, right, this is what Chris said to him. Some people don't have ears. And that's interesting because what does that mean? Well, I know what it means. It mm-hmm. means someone in the back might not fucking be a big fan of him personally. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's clear that that's Vince, obviously. Well, he's the guy that turned him into Max Dupree, right? Well, I mean, even before Max Dupree, he fired him once in a long time ago in LA. In, um, what the fuck was it? NXT, like in its ancient days. And he didn't hire him a whole bunch of times. And he, he, for whatever reason, maybe he thought he was he talked too much like the Rock or Stone Cold or Ric Flair, like everybody else says. Uh, I I don't I don't know why if somebody is being compared to those three guys that that is in any way, shape, or form bad. I just I just I I don't get it, you know. But anyway, 
it's, it's obviously Vince, the Max Dupree thing. I mean, who, I mean, it's so bizarre. Like some of the choices Vince has made is like exactly like the opposite of what you think Vince would do. I mean, you think that a guy that could talk that's good looking, let's face it, white, with 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 a, with a jacked physique, that that's what Vince would want. Somebody like Cross, who's big, muscular, got the girl. I mean, it's just legit. Why he's white? Well, he's Puerto Rican, but he looks white. But nobody knows that. Um, and he's got Greek know, in him too, Jeff. Just quietly. Yeah, fuck the Greeks. He does. Seriously, <laughs> seriously, this is why nobody likes the Greeks because you're, you're, you're so marginal. This one, all I'm you want to do is talk about how everybody is everybody uh, is Greek in it. Nobody cares. Yeah, you're a bankrupt he said it himself. Just deal with ah, it. look at you. You're it's not even Greek or Australian. Why do you leave? Why do your family leave Greece? Because it sucks. That's why. <laughs> Shut up, man! You know You're Greece doesn't part suck. Of You've been there. All those delightful coasts, and every people would rather go to fucking Croatia to vacation than Greece because Greece sucks. <laughs> you know it doesn't suck. Croatia is popular right now, though. Damn right it is. It actually is, but fuck you, Croatia. And, and you know what their their tourist slogan is? Come to Croatia because Greece sucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, come to Croatia because it's cheaper. <laughs> I mean, it is. <laughs> They're not part and of it here. doesn't suck like Greece. That's what. That's what. I'm. I'm, I'm reading. You're such a liar. You, I'm reading liar. on the internet right now. CroatiaTourism.gov. Well, Croatians and Greeks don't really get along generally, if you know what I'm saying. But anyway, um, nobody gets along with Greeks. Listen to you. You're insufferable. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Homeboy says, "Stop demoting me, goddammit. it!" <laughs> Down to twenty-one. <laughs> I thought he was eleven. Uh, Chris yeah, Willen's in the house. Oh, there you go. Chris Willen says the Logan Paul slash Ricochet spot was uh, was crazy. My kids were so into the whole match that LA Knight is on the chase now, and it's good for him. Hope he brings the dummy button back. Me too. Well, yeah, it, it, it was crazy. I mean, I don't think it was meant to be that crazy. They got tangled up in the ropes, and like you could see, bad things are coming. That maybe something oof. they should have rethought. I hope everyone's okay. Just like, just like I hope with with. Kenny and and Will Ospreay. Hope everybody's okay. Uh, just like with Sting, I hope he's okay. Or the the damage he suffered is was just a cracked tooth and you know and whatever. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was crazy. But if everyone's okay, terrific. I mean, obviously he he cut something. He, you know, he scraped something up. I don't know if it was from that spot or not. But uh, you know, they 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 were talking about there was going to be a Ricochet uh, Logan Paul feud coming up and. I mean, you know, we all saw what they did in Royal Rumble when they did that fucking Dragon Ball Z spot and like both flew across the, the ring from <laughs> opposite sides and collided in the middle. That was friggin' awesome. If they can recreate that and do something with it, that's awesome. And I'd rather see that than an LA Knight uh, Logan Paul feud. Though, yeah, listen, I almost completely discounted the, the chance of Damian Priest winning. I mean, the, the only people I was less, I was more sure weren't winning were Nakamura, Dunn, I'm not even sure I was all the way sure about Santos. I think the Santos and Priest were tied for, you know. No, the, Santos the, had no hope. The, the middle tier. Um, so, yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't in my top three. I mean, I thought it would be Knight or Logan Paul would be the most likely to win. Um, I don't know what Logan Paul and uh, Ricochet were thinking by doing a Spanish fly off the ropes into the tables. Well, Logan I mean, Paul doesn't a... do much thinking. Logan Paul probably is just like, go for it. I think he's just like, let's go, dude. And Ricochet's That nearly probably... went wrong, Jeff. That was that could have easily gone so wrong. Maybe it did. 
but you know you know ricochet he's he's trained in that lucha way so he's probably he's probably like yeah let's do it you know jesus christ man and also now he's from vegas apparently no more kentucky yeah well good for him he's, look at him. he's <laughs> civilized now <laughs> i don't blame him for not wanting to say he's from kentucky just quality yeah. so <laughs> are you gonna, are you gonna be done with the thumb thing because that was kentucky ricochet now he's vegas <laughs> <laughs> now he's really now he's vegas no 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 yeah vegas you know what they like getting up yeah, to with samantha irvin you, 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 you can you can stop now speaking of samantha uh, uh, irvin i don't like her new hairstyle dude she doesn't like yours it's not my new hairstyle so screw her all right yeah. well, there you go <laughs> good segment. anyway <laughs> great segment good talk um yeah of course uh but anyway as we said before though unfortunately or fortunately whoever whatever you know you look at it damien priest does win by retrieving the money in the bank briefcase um look it sucks that la knight didn't win but we're just assuming that he's going to be chasing now damien priest i'm not sure if he is or he isn't I don't think he's going to chase damien priest at all i think he'll be chasing probably austin theory or someone like that i mean why damien not i'm cool well, for one, Damian Priest is on Raw, and second, Damian Priest is going to be you know, oh, yeah, you're right. Damian Priest is going to be in a feud with Finn Balor. That I mean, that you think that, so? Yes, you, you saw Finn at the end, uh, angry that Damian Priest was uh, distracted him there. He's making him nervous. Were you, you're 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 going to cash it? Were you going to cash in on me if I won? I mean, come on, it's it's obvious that this whole Judgment Day thing was you know the whole thing, and like he's going to be like, what what are you what are you in my face about? You knew I was in the match. You knew I was going to win it. You were supposed to win. You didn't do your job. Dominic, you didn't do your job. Rhea, you didn't even help him do his job. I helped. <laughs> I did my job. I'm the I'm the, the winner of the Judgment Day. And then you know what's going to happen? Then Dominic, Finn, and J.D. McDonough are going to attack him like a pack of, pack of jackals. <laughs> Just like when... when uh, the <laughs> J.D.'s was, the upgrade? Was, was gonna, the, the downgrade. He's like he's like the homeboy '88 version, and he's like homeboy '11 now. It's gonna be it's gonna be like when the undisputed era was was attacking Keith Lee. It looked like make me laugh like, like a bunch of little jackals, you know, attacking like a little like jackals. A, yeah, little jackals, like a trying to attack a lion or something. <laughs> uh, Jeff, you're funny, man. JT McDonough. Imagine that the new leader though of Judgment Day or something like that. Like they replace Bellor with JD McDonough. Right, because you know how they look alike and shit. <laughs> Except uh, JD McDonough is like a real poor man's version of Finn Balor. I I would just like to play a game where like you like can take like Tyler Bate and JD McDonough's heads and like exchange bodies and see with, with, if they if they look any different or more ridiculous or the same because both of them have gigantic heads and like odd little bodies. <laughs> they are big heads. That's true. They are big compared heads. to their bodies. They're potato heads. Two potato heads. <laughs> Uh, Todd thinks that LA Knight is going to become the next Zack Ryder. Shut your Ooh. mouth. Don't say that. Or Matt Cardona in his case. Well, Matt Cardona is an upgrade from Zack Ryder. I mean, oh, Matt Cardona is. is like the homeboy 88 to homeboy 21. I agree. That's true. Yeah. And Chris says, sorry, I'm drunk. Can't talk for shit. Happy 4th of July, especially to the Australian fella. <laughs> Just going to sit back and listen to the show. Cheers, PWC Cosmos. Chris, you shouldn't have told us that because generally you can't type for shit anyway. So <laughs> not noticing any difference. <laughs> 
Now we're just going to expect better and be disappointed. Oh, fuck, man. I'm going to cry. Look at my eyes. Already I'm crying. Fuck. Anyway, it's, it's so all right. You like Paul Hamilton's <laughs> laughing. Show. <laughs> Who's that? Oh, that's the homeboy. Uh, what is he now? Yeah, I think what, is he down to nine? <laughs> <laughs> homeboy single Why digit. are we being assholes to the, to the listeners, dude? Come on. We're being pricks now. Well, anyway. It's, it's better than being assholes to each other, right? Uh, well, I guess. What do we need them for? <laughs> yeah. Nah. Why? Nah. <laughs> anyway, we'll just say we'll just leave it at this. Damien Priest does win, and we'll see what happens from here. Maybe you're right. I guess you're right. It seems like it's going to be fiction, but I don't see Judgment Day totally breaking up. I think they could expel Balor, and then him and uh, Dom. No, Pri- and Priest, what's her Priest name? is the one that's going to go. go you go. We've been fumbling and taking care of everybody else's business in, in Judgment Day, except for mine. I do one thing by myself. You get on my case. I'm the lone wolf now. Interesting. We'll see. But my judgment cool. is the Judgment Day is over. <laughs> At your promo, Damien, you're welcome. <laughs> there you go. We'll see. Go ahead. There you go. You can steal my stuff. That's all right. <laughs> Raw will be interesting. That's that's for sure. Yeah, anyway, that's, next. Listen, don't get my hopes up. I'm, no, I'm I know it probably won't be. It won't be. You're right. You're right. <laughs> well, anyway, the next match, which is bizarre, is for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship, and that is Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez versus Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. Um, I'll be honest. I was kind of in and out of this match. I didn't really care, but the the news is. Shayna Baszler, for whatever reason, turns on Ronda Rousey and to cost them in, you know, still being champs. Like yeah, I said, they, what's up with that? <laughs> they were they were absolutely destroying Liv and Raquel. Raquel was barely a factor in the match. They were they were she was screaming, up. moaning. Yeah. I mean, L- shit. Liv, Liv was doing her best pain slash sex noises. There. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the arm is broken again. And then all of a sudden you see out of the back of the screen comes Shayna Baszler. Attacking and and beating the hell out of uh, uh, um, Ronda. I'm distracted because uh, ESPN keeps laying off people. And they just uh, they just laid what off Susie Colbert. Yeah, really. ESPN ESPN's firing all sorts of people. They, they fired uh, Max Kellerman, Susie Colbert. What? Uh, Even yeah, Max? Yeah. Um, You're kidding. Jeff Van Gundy. Jeff Van Gundy too. The the former Knicks coach. Yeah, the former Knicks coach, and and yeah, yeah. I mean, they, what they, the hell? Yeah. Yeah, they're they're not they're not starting to bomb there, and and it, it's funny because earlier this week when we, you know Drew Yari was complaining about the Netflix thing, and he's like, Disney's not going, no one else is following. I said, you just watch, they're going to follow. They're just, they're just getting, they're just letting Netflix do it first. The next day, Costco said they're cutting down on their thing, and 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 and, and I told, and literally he said, literally he said to me, Disney doesn't sweat it. They're the biggest company in the world. I go, you don't understand anything about business. There is no Disney. Disney owns like seventy five other companies. They each have they each have budgets, and they're each expected to have a business plan to make a profit or have a profit. And right now. ESPN own, ESPN is owned by Disney, and they are exactly. cutting out some top top people. So Disney clearly is sweating it, and it and and it's going to get to the it's going to get to some of your beloveds. As a matter of fact, since we're on the subject, it's been projected that Disney was going to make some cuts with ESPN. Actually, about a year ago, even. Well, they that, they, that, they that did. They have they have they made two rounds of cuts worldwide, but mostly people in 
you know, amusement parks and and in offices and in, on the cruise lines. But they they cut about ten thousand people worldwide in in the wow. last, and a lot of it's like international and things like that. So people don't really get spread out. It gets but but you, everyone knows Susie Colbert. Everyone knows Jeff Van Gundy. You know, right, right. You, you might know Max Kellerman, but there's there's other I, names. No, too. if you're into boxing, you know exactly who he is. I I actually I I'm. I'm of mixed mind that this didn't happen a couple days earlier because I actually interviewed for Garden Views a, a ESPN writer who um, he wrote a book on Thomas Jefferson and that's what we were talking about. But I didn't know he was a writer for I didn't know he was still currently a, a, a writer for ESPN. And I, I kind of <laughs> asked him about that stuff. That's funny. Todd says ESPN, the worldwide leader in sports and bullshit. Yeah, party I, and bullshit. I doubt they're even close. <laughs> hey man, oh, Todd look. McShay. Todd McShay is another name of someone that they let go. Oh wow! Well, I'm hearing that uh, that Disney want to sell ESPN very soon. Especially yeah. the ratings have gone really down on well, on that's... all the cable. Well, when you want to sell something, you do make it thinner, right? So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Wouldn't surprise me. Actually, I've got a feeling that ESPN won't even survive in the next few years, which would be a shame. Unless what, they sort of go in a different... What does that say about sports? What does that say about this whole thing that sports is the one thing that's not going to be... I actually think the entire entertainment industry is is slowly killing the entire entertainment industry. And what are we <laughs> going to be... And, and what, you know what the end result is going to be? Like three networks again. We're going to end up with three gigantic networks. That wouldn't surprise you. Maybe that's the way to go. We'll see. Um Todd says so three things, no build up or spot that led to Shane Attorney. That's true. So that's, and we didn't that's see it coming. There's no sign. You know what? Could have but I don't care. It was a total surprise. I don't care that it doesn't make sense because I didn't like the team. And maybe that's the build up. They realized nobody cared about the team. Nobody was impressed. I I still am mad that the Unholy Union won. Like why'd they lose the NXT belts? But if if the if the company saw us go, this isn't working, winning those belts them coming out no one cares no one cares about either of these ladies they have a lot of money invested in ronda rousey and they probably have a lot of money invested in shane and basil just because of longevity um try try something you know if they saw something wasn't working and they they call and they made a change good well todd says also that they were building up Raquel rodriguez as a credible contender for rhea ripley it seemed like it but we don't have they a clue were, what's going on here okay there's a big difference between setting her up as a contender and building her as a Incredible contender. Did anyone think that Raquel Rodriguez or anyone in the near term is going to dethrone Rhea Ripley? No, the only way it's going to happen is when something finally goes wrong with her and Dominic so that there can be something to protect her and then then she'll have proper feuds again. Could they go with either one of them sort of flirting with someone else where they get jealous and shit like that? <laughs> that's, That'd that's be funny. Not- that sounds like too much something that I would giggle about. <laughs> well, I said it, so I'd, I'd laugh at it too. So. I mean, honestly, it would, but you go the opposite way. Obviously, it's it's pretty obvious to go with Dom doing that. Mm-hmm. But let's do it with Ripley actually doing that, where Dom is just straight up jealous. The dominant character is more of the, of the oily snake, though. True. Todd also says, who's the heel and who's the face in the Rousey-Baszler feud? I'm assuming Baszler's the heel here. Come on Ta- now. Uh, Todd, the answer is yes. (laughs) 
No, look, it's got to be Baszler because she's the one that turned. So yeah, I I think Jimmy's right with that. But the the actual answer is whoever in management or in booking decided to make this move. That's that's the face. I wonder though. Yeah, exactly. I wonder who who it was actually. Could have been a Vince thing. Could have been a Triple H thing. I think it's more of a Vince thing, if anything. Could have been. You, you can't rule out the guy who runs the company. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> nice. Not everything on. he does is bad. <laughs> well, anyway, Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez win by pinfall with Oblivion from Morgan on Ronda Rousey winning the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. As we go backstage, though, Jeff, we see yeah, Damien Priest. For Raquel. This Raquel has been floundering as a face. and I can't she's stand better it, Jeff. With- She's better with somebody else. She's better with somebody else. And Liv, frankly, is better with somebody else because she's too, you know, candy cornish. And then when she's alone, she wants to be like she's sort of broken Liv, and that's not really her either. She can't pull that off. So actually together they're safer. But like I said, they're beatable. And and more importantly, my unholy union back back in back in the realm of possibility. <laughs> homeboy says, damn, I'm homeboy eleven. Fuck. No, you've been demoted to nine now. You, you know what, though? Because he recognizes that you're up to Homeboy 12. <laughs> We're giving him a chance, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, carrot and stick. That was your carrot. Eat your vegetables. Uh, you know what? We had Hogan on on the show like a couple of days ago or, or yeah. a day ago. And and he never mentioned his new girlfriend. Did you hear about that? Yeah, I don't know. Well, he was he was trying to sell something. So, uh, <laughs> oh, yes, know, hot right. dogs. He was selling hot dogs. Um, and, and that sweet iced tea well maybe maybe we can put our correspondent on that and maybe if if they do a good job they can be promoted up to Uh, homeboy 13 or 14. well yeah maybe maybe well anyway next the next matchup is your intercontinental championship match between gunther your champion versus matt riddle um uh, thank god we got this one right jeff right because we started off pretty bad thank god for wrestling predictions I'm not even really, religious, I and I realize how, how unimportant this is. <laughs> You're funny. Is your ego well, that, that, that weak that you no. have to thank God because you got a wrestling prediction correct? you got to thank God every day, Jeff. You have to. Whatever God that is you believe in, just thank him. Okay. <laughs> thank you, Well, Trish. anyway. <laughs> oh, Trish. Anyway, we'll get to that shortly. Um, this was a decent match. Again, I, I didn't really care about it, though, for whatever reason. But it was good. It was a good match. Well, I wouldn't have cared about it if it was a more difficult match. But because Gunter made fairly easy work out of Riddle, I did care about it. And I thought this match was great. This is what it should be. Riddle is glorified enhancement. I, I was listening to um, Wrestling Soup's review show while I was waiting for you to get set up. And right. Joey Number says, oh, they got to they gotta shit or get off the pot with Riddle. I'm like... Him losing was them getting off the pot with Riddle. This, this, this is who he is. This is this is, in tag team. Okay, on his own, he's only gonna be. He's only gonna go so far. He's still gonna be your your lovable loser, pen eater. And then, like every three or four years, he's gonna have this spurt where he's gonna do something. So, like, sort of like Ricochet in that. But Riddle ain't gonna be your future superstar. Riddle is gonna be your well, he. he he will not reach Dolph Ziggler levels of success. Ooh, wow. He well, will he be hasn't won a world tag team guy at best. At least Dolph Ziggler, I think, had the world championship like three times. Like Riddle maybe at some point would go back to NXT and like hold a, a title there for a few months to, you know, be with some of those guys. Um, I don't, I don't think he'd be happy with that if that was to happen. I don't think he gives two rats asses. I mean, especially yeah. if he doesn't have to he can travel less and just smoke his bowl and 
fuck this porn star? <laughs> Does she still do porn, by the way, while they're still together? I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, that's let's hope so. right there. I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't, know, I don't know what she looks like. I, I, don't, I, I mean, uh, let's just hope so, so that his lifestyle is completely fucked. Let's just, let's just hope that he's that he is exactly the disaster I hope he is. She, she's got red hair. I, <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> Breaking news, everyone! A PWC exclusive. <laughs> Strange fact, Todd says, Liv Morgan has pinned Ronda Rousey at Money in the Bank two in a row. True. That is yeah. true. And outside and of Money says, in the Bank several times. Don't yeah. <laughs> and he says, thank God when you win, but never mention him when you lose. That's, That's right. right. Some, That's something right. about praising God every day, right? That's, <laughs> that's a phony. Uh, he doesn't even praise the Rikers. You should be going uh, Zeus. Yeah. Oh, hell, I'll, I'll Zeus. Zeus. <laughs> Anyway, Gunther wins via submission with a heel hook, retaining the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Post-match, though, we hear the bagpipes, and it's Drew McIntyre, and the crowd went nuts for him as he squares up to Gunther and drops him with a Glasgow kiss and a Claymore. Yeah, so Drew is back Everyone every, every day. He's like, he's going to AEW. Like, he's not going to AEW. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that Orton was going to come back instead of Drew. I mean, it's England. Drew made sense, I, so, but I thought both. But, I mean, Imp- Imperium never came up to do the beatdown. I guess they didn't need to because Gunter take, took easy camera. But I like it. This is good. And Drew right back there. You know, I think this is a good title spot for him. There's, there's two big guys pounding each other they've already had you know success with Sheamus in the middle of it pounding each other with Sheamus in the middle a big meaty <laughs> pound party oh god you didn't just say that the only thing I've got a problem yes, with I did and it's not <laughs> even June <laughs> it's not it's actually it's July officially What's but that? um what was I going to say do you like the fact that he's chasing Gunther though sure do you think that's a little step back for him why would he want the Intercontinental Championship unless they're they? setting up for Sheamus to beat him for that IC belt because they're best friends and he'll be more than happy sure. to do the honors for Sheamus. Why not? One day. Sure. Absolutely. That'd be great. Well, I, I think that's where we Do we're I going. think it's a step down? I mean, is, is, is he beating Roman anytime soon? No. Is Cody beating Roman anytime soon? No. I don't think so. They've, they've, they've got, that thing is obviously plenty of fire left there. So... No, it's not set down. This is this is these are these are big matches. This is a this is a big spot. You're on TV every week, and you're in a title picture, and the crowd was was thrilled to see him. No, I think I think it's just fine. Well, people think now that Cody obviously is going to beat Damian Priest for that Money in the Bank briefcase, and then cash it in on Roman. Do you see that happening? No. Hmm. Do you think Priest will, will milk it, though? He will hold on to that briefcase for as long as possible. I think he'll hold on to it for a while. I don't think there's going to be any more of these, like, cashing in within the first two weeks. I think yeah, he's going to play it cool because Damien Priest is cool. That's that's his character. He's cool. Right. As long as they don't cheese him up with the briefcase like they've done with previous guys. Listen, nobody wants Seth Rollins to not have a title and be on TV less more than me. Um, but he he has to hold that title for a while to make it something to cover. It, I mean, it might be interesting. Damian Priest challenged, you know, used it on Roman because he can. I would love to see that. I would love to actually see that. It'd be one it's way different. to get 
it'd be one way to get him away from Judgment Day. And also, Edge is on SmackDown, so there's a natural feud right there, or a natural person to foil him in his in his cash-in attempt. Um, unfinished business. So, I don't know. Whatever. The, the, the nice thing about the money in the bank is that it can go in lots of different ways, and I hope they don't squander it quickly without something really being thought out. Some, some plan as to not just what happens next, but what next two or three things happen next. And, and how do they affect the surrounding characters? That, that, that's something that no wrestling promotion consistently does. Um, you know, AEW notably, they, they forget entirely about someone after, you know, their part of the story is over. But, you know, WWE can only sort of remember what's happening with one or two people at a time, unless mm-hmm. it's bloodlines where they have to pay attention to four people. True. My only issue is, who, when was the last time anyone has cashed in successfully the Miz. And how long ago was that? It was during COVID because Bobby Lashley won the belt from him two weeks later. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's true. It was during COVID. But I think 2019 COVID or 2020? I think it was 2020. All right. Well, that's a long time still for a successful cashing, to be to be fair. Wow. There's, only, there's to... only been one since then, and that was Austin Theory. Right, for the US belt, which is still weird. No, he, he he came running in during during Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns, and Tyson Fury punched him. Oh yeah, Not but it, but it wasn't official in the end, though. Right, but then he then he then he boobed it up another time. Well, was whatever. It, did, anyway. he, did he try and catch the cash in for the U.S. title? Is that what happened? Yeah, that's what happened. Okay, don't you remember? And we were all shitting, or I was shitting on it. I would have. Yeah, the, the, I mean, yeah. I've already if I've already forgotten it, it was bad. Well, Homeboy says, I don't even watch wrestling, but what I've seen, I don't like Matt Riddle at all. There you go. He's a great MMA fighter. That's the best. More people, (laughs) tell your friends who don't watch wrestling, they should still check us out. He was a, yeah, absolutely. You know what? Homeboy, you're working your way up to, now you're up to 14. You know, (laughs) now you go to PG-13 movies on your own. (laughs) Pretty soon you'll be able to go to R-rated movies by yourself. Oh, yeah. You're gonna get your well, you're gonna get your learner's permit if you if you keep the learner's the permit. Yeah. <laughs> learner's permit for for the eighty eight uh, license. Me. No, no. Yeah, I think in some states it's fifteen or sixteen. It is. Is there any states that it's eighteen? No. Okay, because he, for a oh, no, no, permit, for the learner's no. permit. No, 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 no. You're right. Here it's sixteen. Actually, in Australia it's sixteen. But you can get your full license. In the states at sixteen, though, can't in you? In some states, in some states, it's seventeen. Okay, all right. See, for us, it's eighteen for whatever reason to get wow. your actual license. But oh, do you have sure. a probationary period? Like we've got your learners and then your P's, which is probationary. Different states are different. In Maryland, there is you. You have you are on a probation period. Like you can't drive after certain hours alone and things like that. And if you get like one ticket, you like your license gets suspended almost automatically right right or you stay in your probationary yeah, yeah you can't no, have as many you go back to driver's school but like intensive driver's ed school <laughs> not <laughs> like the, that with the one you know four hour course yeah see for for us if um just say you lose your license for like a long time there's potential where you have to really go for your license from the start but from your learner's permit how many times have you had to reapply for your license never thank Liar. god i'm lucky man Liar. i'm lucky Liar. No, I'm not lying. Never, man. Never. I am so lucky. Although gonna, you know I'm what, gonna, I, I'm going to subpoena DoorDash, Uber, and Lyft's <laughs> records to see if that's true. You'll see. And DoorDash, fuck, DoorDash sucks. Uber's better. But I've anyway, heard DoorDash sucks. I, I mean, I've heard DoorDash sucks for their their drivers. 
They do, man. I don't know if... See, here, they're all Indian drivers. I don't know. What about you? <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I've never I've never used Uber Eats. I've never used DoorDash. The only place that I get delivery from, as far as I know, they, they have their own delivery. It's not a moral thing. I just don't feel like downloading. No, no, no. Giving, right. Giving my information to any other place. Plus, I've like got my... Pizza's- like yeah. pizza joints, technically, have got their own delivery people. They use well. Some of them stop. Like apparently, Papa John's announced that they're that they're not using drivers anymore. They're just relying on Uber Eats and, and DoorDash. Would it be cheaper for them to do that? You think in general? Oh, it's definitely cheaper for them. They don't have people on payroll. But then we all have to pay out of our ass because of fucking right. Uber to get it delivered. Which and sucks. also there's less liability for for car accidents and things like that that, that happen. I mean, it's it's you know, it's, I mean, I guess it's good for the Uber Eats drivers. I guess. Homeboy right. 88, you know he's back down to back down, back down to Homeboy 12. <laughs> you just don't know what <laughs> Anyway, uh, let's go to the next match, shall we, Jeff? It is Cody Rhodes versus Dominic Mysterio. I'm still confused why this is even a thing. I'm not going to get into it that much other than uh, the English crowd knew every single word to Kingdom. They love AEW. AE Dub. I mean, it's been proven. They sold sixty-five thousand tickets in in thirty-seven <laughs> seconds, and then plateaued. Well, that's just <laughs> there's you know they're poor. Um, <laughs> but you know, I I mean, Rhea, all hell by L. My God, she looked different. That's for sure. I mean, she's. I don't know, man. She's like a chameleon. She can make herself look so... <laughs> look at your face. She can make... <laughs> Jeff's internet search. <laughs> Listen, you don't know anything about my internet search, but if you but, but if, you, if you went on the one that you were envisioning, you wouldn't regret it. <laughs> uh, Rhea is the, just such the, a the cock tease, My bro. internet search is really horrendous. It's like... Who are Horrendous. the Canaanites and <laughs> when did the Hittites defeat the Assyrians? I mean, it'd be, it'd be like, 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 what's the difference between Ultima Tool and Hyperborea? I mean, my internet <laughs> is like completely boring. Uh, but, 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 in all truth, um, Rhea Ripley is the biggest cock tease in professional wrestling, I think, anyway. Well, apparently she's she knows. Oh, she's teasing all our cocks by the sounds of, I mean, by the looks of it. I'm just saying. Boobs. Oh my god, man! She was this close to a nip slip, dude. I know the the wrestling suit boys posted that, but I was noticing that too before I saw that. I mean, yeah, she goes right to the edge. Favorable camera angles. <laughs> she really plays it up, man. Right, and she knew that, and I think it was all done on purpose. Clearly, I, I think she's going for that when Storm had the the mohawk and the X Men look. I think she's I think she's slowly going for that. Like it's gonna it's gonna keep going up and straight. Do you think so? Oh yeah, she's gonna she's gonna she's gonna go total Road Warrior like sexy bad. Oh no! Oh no! She, she's gonna be like know. all Aeon Fluxy. <laughs> I hope she doesn't go all hawk or animal. If you know what I mean? No, uh, no I, yeah, I'm yeah, no, no. Imagine more that like, she shaves more the like middle. Charlie's Theron. Don't worry. <laughs> but whatever she does, it, it, I don't know, man. She makes things look good no matter what. So yeah, <laughs> shout out to Rhea. <laughs> you think? <laughs> no, really, she's really good at doing that. You know, somehow. I mean, look at her off the screen, and look at her on the screen. She's two different people, and she looks hot either way. Like yeah, you know she what I'm saying? Great. So there was some. There was some shot where like she was pretending she was a waitress or something. And just, just looks like. 
it was ridiculous. Buddy Matthews, for a guy who has doing- no personality on TV, obviously in real life he's got some serious game like Alexa Bliss, <laughs> Ripley, God knows where else he's been. Like him and Ricochet, they got the. the I, I don't know if either one of them, if anyone's going to remember and either of their names in twenty years for wrestling, but, but, but they're both in the in the banging female wrestler Hall of Fame. <laughs> Same with Ziggler, you got to give him that too, and Punk to a less extent. John Cena. John Cena, absolutely. How do we forget Cena? There's yeah. a few, definitely. If uh, if we had to do the 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 banging resting bitches Hall of Fame, you know what? That, they're that, up there. When we go to twenty four seven, that'll be a show. Oh, that uh, that'll be funny. Um, but you know what, man? Oh yeah, who was with Soraya? Who was it? No, no, Soraya? Who was Soraya with? I mean, she's she's gonna be in the banging. Oh, she's this, right this, up there this, too. This is not a sexist <laughs> show. We we don't believe. No, in we don't discriminate. We, we are we're slut encouraging. We're sex positive. <laughs> oh, sex positive, especially Soraya. I mean, a whoop. Yep, great picture. <laughs> That's the best. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I mean, oh, she's an idiot. What was she thinking? Whoever was recording that and whoever leaked it, there's probably one of them three. I mean, come on. Of course it, it was, was a hack. Three. It, it's the it, guy that's no longer working for anybody. <laughs> do you think it. that's what it is deep down and that's why he really got fired? Yes. And being blackballed? Yes. What a fucking idiot, right? <laughs> I mean, he, this guy, he flunked out of porn. He's like trying to sell yeah. real estate or something. Yeah, no, he fucked up big time. Uh, he's especially they'll push Joey him. Ryan's house. He's probably paying Joey Ryan rent. <laughs> that guy, he's, oh, man. That guy can't even get a job anymore, dude. <laughs> Anywhere. Who? Just saying. Not even in pro wrestling. I mean, Ooh, wasn't he working? Which one are we talking about? There's two different guys with the same. Situation. Oh, we're talking about. <laughs> we're talking about the other dick. If you know what I'm saying. Name the name. <laughs> uh, Joey Ryan, man. Oh, all right. Well, I thought you were talking about Brad Maddox this whole time. Forget yeah. Brad Maddox now. He's only blackballed for professional wrestling, not blackboarding work. Fired, fired from Disney World. No, Disneyland. I know. Disneyland. D- yeah. Disneyland. Poor bloke. Well, not really. He was but, the. He know. was. The, he was the first layoff. He was. Poor I bloke. mean, he can't. He's a piece of nah, shit. Fuck him. He's a piece of shit. Exactly. Anyway, back to the Dominic Cody match. Uh, he should, he as... should be the homeless guy that the other homeless guy pick up. <laughs> I mean, don't be surprised that guy ends up killing himself, dude. I hope so. I'm we're telling also, you because we're also suicide positive here in in appropriate circumstances. Oh yes, yeah, true. I don't want. I don't want to be insensitive. Sorry, if anyone... minister. But sorry, Joey, Joey Ryan. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He can kill himself, literally. I know. We usually don't say that shit, but him, he can definitely jump off a cliff and I couldn't care less. Save the taxpayers the expense. (laughs) Does he even have a girl anymore? Probably not. The girl. I have no idea. Anyway, that's karma. That's karma for ever trying to get that dick thing over. The fact that it did get over, I mean, what's who, who grabs nuts? And swings a motherfucker. It's the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life, dude. I'm, think, I'm thinking Rhea and back to the show. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> Cody Rhodes wins predictably against uh, Dominic. Relatively easily as well. Clean. No yeah, drop, no nothing. It was pretty much... It was pretty much the chicken... He was playing the chicken shit heel, you know, yeah. running away the whole time. And I'm talking about right. Dominic. Right. He played his role really well. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he held his own in the in the match. And, uh, yeah, but Cody won pretty easily, pretty predictably. I don't even know why this was a thing in the first place. Because it was. 
Because it was. <laughs> that's that's all it is. Where to now with Cody though? It's, well, I I, I imagine. I mean, I still assume that there's going to be a, a third match in the trilogy with Brock. So I'm guessing that for SummerSlam. So at some point soon. Brock attacks again, but maybe this time Cody will be ready for him. I, I don't know, but uh, I think that's where we'll be. And yeah, they, they they've got to figure out some some. They either have to figure out a short route, like a like a clash of champions, or you know some sort of where you know the the brands face each other where he gets back to Roman, or some you know, or they have to wait for a Royal Rumble again. And frankly, I, I'm not really all that interested in Cody Rhodes winning the Royal Rumble a second time. So yeah, no, we'll yeah. Fall. So unless they're going to do like Money in the Bank before WrestleMania this year, not a full year from now, then I then I, I don't know how else to do it. But whatever, I, well, we'll watch and see. We'll see, indeed. I just think they've uh, gone a little too far off the course, if you know what I mean. Well, I mean, it's only been one feud and one match off off the course. It ain't that far off the course. No, but well, it's 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 pretty much uh, veering a little bit because they, they didn't basically this match was because they didn't know what to do with either one of them. I think. I mean, he's like the number two merch seller after the bloodline of active wrestlers, right? And but that could dangerously sort of go down if WWE ain't careful. Well, according to you, they haven't been careful already, and it hasn't gone down. I just think it's a nothing, that's all. But we'll see. So far, the crowd is still behind Cody. No doubt about it. We'll see how long that lasts for, though. Um, but anyway. Just get Brandy on TV. Everything will be fine. <laughs> Don't, please. Oops. She's good to look at, but that's about it. Well, um, it's TV. True, that's, I guess. That's sort of 90% of what you need. I guess it's true. But, I mean, what's the kid's name? Do you remember? Don't care. Okay, well... Um, I guess she's busy taking care of their Schmedley. little daughter. I'm pretty sure it's Schmedley Runnels. <laughs> Schmedley uh, Runnels. <laughs> you know what Schmedley means? No. Schmedley to us, like what we used to say, means like it's almost like Schmed. It's it's like crap. Like yeah, how, shit. About, how about the, the name is Nosley? Nosley Runnels. Nosley? Because she's nosy? Nosles Runnels. Oh, like the <laughs> nose is running. <laughs> God damn it, Jeff. I don't know. I mean, knowing them, they probably named uh, the kid Cleopatra or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise it, me. Don't get me started on that. Name is probably Queen Latifah Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> That's how she doesn't get fat. Whoop. <laughs> Not fat shaming or anything like that. Hey, Queen Latifah is a legend, though. I'll give you that. Um, right. And a queen. But it, and a queen, I guess. Yeah. Royalty. Royalty, indeed. And, and hip hop, anyway. <laughs> I guess. But uh, yes, Cody wins via Crossroads and we move on. But to my shock, Jeff, mm-hmm. next, I had to look up like twice. You he- we hear the John Cena music hit. Yeah. And I was shocked. I'm not going to lie. I was like, what, was what the hell is going on? Yeah. Of all the returns, this is not one I was expecting. And I was pleasantly shocked, actually. I don't know why, but I was oh, happy yeah. to see him back. I mean, for now. And he was hyping up this so-called London WrestleMania thing. Or could it be Australia and England vying for it? And uh, (laughs) Well, you know what? I hope it does go to London. Because this could all be bullshit. This could be just fluff. You don't put John Cena on a premium live event, live on a holiday weekend to do that, to be in there for 20 minutes for bullshit. 
It, the deal's oh. already done. I don't know about that. I don't think the, the deal's the already other done. Khan does that. Not uh, you, you, you're too confident. I don't think the deal is totally done, but I think I'm they're negotiating. Confident. I just know that. I, listen, I, I just, I just know that, that from a business standpoint, they're not idiots. No, of course not. But I, I would have thought they should have done London years ago, if anything. Well, but they haven't. So you can only, I mean, unless they're going to try to do quantum physics with gravity bubbles going backwards, they can only do <laughs> plan for the future. And since that's really, really expensive and theoretical, you go for the future. I mean, you can't change what they haven't done in the past. So here you go. I'm telling you, deal is done. It is done. We're going to find out how much how much the various governments are paying WWE for this. It's a done deal. You, that's money in the bank. You can put it in the bank, and then, wow. and then your favorite guy comes out to almost yes. ruin another segment. Nah, they, they, come on. They they did this on purpose. A because I don't know if you heard uh, Barrett. He is. No, 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 no. Trust me. I think he's on his way back to the ring now. Oh this is God. the best thing I've seen Waller do on the main roster right all, now. Actually. All I could do was first of all look at his skinny ripped jeans that are like like Viv has the same white jeans with the <laughs> with the rips in them. Hey, I mean, I think that's he what the kids stole. wear these days, Jeff. I, it is what it is. He ain't a kid. I think he's. I think he stole the. I think he stole her jeans, and I'm pissed about it. They look better <laughs> on her. Uh, and the Come other on, thing, lad. the other thing I could look at was his little skinny forearms next to John Cena's like Hulk smash forearms, and just like this little twat. They want this twat in here. The old man's <laughs> gonna, kill, gonna kill him. Look, man. I I'm think like, one. This is exhibit A is what a wrestler looks like. Exhibit B is what a twat looks like. I think Cena is a fan of his. Otherwise, he wouldn't. He wouldn't have been in this spot. I rec I think he would have handpicked him personally. Oh, really? Yeah, seemed, I do. It seemed like he genuinely likes Austin Theory. No, it seemed like he genuinely disliked Austin Theory. No, I think mm. Cena does what Cena does because they pay him a shitload of money to do it. Well, I've and, noticed something, and, and I think Cena's going to beat his ass at SummerSlam. You think that will be the match next? I guess it would be, right? I mean, you attacked him. I mean, yeah, no, unless no, you're right, you're the right. F five, which is fine, also, or whatever's. No, no, you're right. It will be definitely. It will be. Oh, the F, the FU, the the attitude adjustment. You mean the attitude adjustment, right? Right. I still call it the FU, but anyway. Uh, no, you're right. I do think that we'll have a match and Cena will get his win back, or will he? I don't know, because he seems to lose against some guys what, now. He's putting what, everyone what? over. Well, who's he going to get his win back against? It's Grace and Waller. They've never faced each other. Right. And I'm sure Waller would be all for it, really. Of course I mean, Waller would be all for it. And I hope he breaks his leg again. <laughs> Come on, man. And, and I, the reason I why they brought him out... I hope they amputate it. Not because it's medically necessary, just because they feel like cutting it off. Well, I don't know if you know this, but Australia and England in particular have a friendly rivalry, if you know what I mean. I hope it's like Kill Bill, where they take a, a, a katana and chop off all of his limbs one by one. And then <laughs> kick him down the hill, and he rolls down the hill like, oh, like Bill's on. assistant. In that movie. <laughs> and then, they, then well, they tape her up and put her in a trunk and take her to the hospital. Well, jeez. Well, like I was saying, England and Australia have a, a rivalry that stems back, you know, over a hundred years in sports, in particular. They mentioned a katana and chop off each one of the limbs one at a time. <laughs> no, they mentioned a cricket bat, and, and she rolls down the hill, just her head and torso, because there's nothing else. <laughs> katana chance gets katana. That uh, katana chance can cut off all the grace and that would that would be perfect. <laughs> With a katana, 
with of course with a katana <laughs> while while Caden Carter laughs. Like, orgasm. So, yeah. <laughs> like moaning. Yeah, like Brother Zay. <laughs> Don't make me do it. Anyway. Uh, um like, like I was saying, you throw me off, Jeff. Psh. <laughs> anyway like throwing someone that has no limbs off a hill well so down there's to that too like you just mentioned but um like i was saying did you hear did you see the cricket bat earlier what the cricket bat that butch pulled out earlier i don't know what the fuck you're talking about it was a cricket bat anyway australia's playing england because barrett actually brought it up i hate cricket just quietly i'm but i will say it um in the ashes series called the ashes which is a test cricket match that goes on for like over a week. It's Chris the first to four wins. Chris, <laughs> Chris, help. help. Just, I'm sure our UK listeners and Australian listeners would uh, appreciate me I saying that. Me Even I hate cricket. sports again that nobody knows anything about. It's cricket's number one sport no, in the world. Hey, no, hey, fuck off. I hate cricket, dude. You know, please. It's I can't stand one, cricket. It's number but one being sport from Australia, Sri Lanka... Yeah, oh, see, look at you. I don't fucking know nothing about cricket, but but you know. <laughs> and Jamaica. No, West Indies, technically. Yeah, Trinidad and Tobago. Yes, yes, and Jamaica. And Barbados. And Barbados. Actually, they're one of the best. Barbados, technically. Don't make oh. me call it Barbados. Oh, God damn it. So Jesus Christ. Here we go. Geography lessons with cricket. Yeah. Um, but anyway... Uh, you throw me off as per usual, Jeff. But uh, yeah, seeing as here, he gets on the mic and reminds us. Are there any good? I don't know. But then we finish this. He reminds us that this is his first pay per view in London in over 20 years, or that it was the first pay per view in London in 20 years. And he hears the noise and feels the energy and asks himself, what the hell took so long? And then it hit him. It's not up to him, but up to the decision makers who don't necessarily know how to feel about London. They think this is kind of a hostile environment that sometimes London tries to take over the show. There's probably some truth to that. So why is he here? He's here on behalf of the crowd. He's full of shit, though. He knows the world is watching and he wants to, the world to know that London is uh, underappreciated. And he's here tonight because we all know that he's a big on respect. And because this crowd has earned his respect, they don't like when they stop to let the crowd chant. But that makes it fun. They cheer. They chant. They care. And there's not a more exciting audience than a UK audience. He's so fucking full of shit, though. So he's here to try and bring WrestleMania to London. He struck a nerve in that one, didn't he? Right, Jeff? Sure. As he said. <laughs> anyway, he continues on saying he's here right now for for not one more match, but because he knows when they play those trumpets, people listen. And he wants to tell the world that people who make the decisions, what they already know, and to let them know what WrestleMania would sound like in London. See, that's the little tease. I think it was referring to Money in the Bank, like sounding like WrestleMania and feeling like WrestleMania in a way. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. But anyway, enter Grayson Waller. He says he loves everything about John Cena and his career. The fans also were chanting, who are ya? If in case you didn't understand that, Jeff. And... Um, and they, I feel like he, we've already covered the important parts of this. No, wait. Let me finish Grayson Waller's part, all right? Oh, my God. Nobody wanted to hear it the first time. <laughs> he he followed his career, and he was a big fan of his movies, and he's disappointed he's out here lying <laughs> to these people. WrestleMania in England, he says. you got to be kidding. 
He talks trash about the weather and says if WrestleMania goes overseas, it needs to be somewhere beautiful with good weather, with chicks in bikinis, great beaches, like Australia. And I'm, let's be honest, Jeff. I mean, Actually, you want to let, compare? Let's be honest because the camera work on the crowd was sensational, and the well, crowd was that was in British, I was there was some there was some good looking ladies there i mean this, this, mm. this, this it, it's like you went to a normal sports it's bar true. with the crowd here as it's opposed true. to like when you see the AEW shows it's like you're in a at comic-con <laughs> yeah. without the sexy hey, cosplayers i've said this for it, years it's like you're at comic-con in cincinnati <laughs> it's yeah and that's pretty bad but uh no but really you're right i've been saying this for years when you compare the aw crowd to the wb crowd it's night and day dude they're all ugly pigs in aw and the chicks especially are really hot in the wb crowd i mean see, always no matter where they go i haven't seen such like i don't i don't know man like recently the chicks are always hot in wb and there's a reason behind it sorry the chicks the chicks i'm not talking about the little chickens but i'm talking about the women they are much hotter the fan base is the only time aw had decent chicks was actually at forbidden door when they had the baddies um, well other than the ones that actually work for the company but i'm talking oh. about in the crowd in right. toronto the the chicks were actually not too bad but not wb worthy though i'll just say that anyway um but i do agree the weather sucks in london or in england in general their beaches suck, let's be honest. And, you know, Australia has much better women, just saying. Even though I don't mind some English chicks, but I'm just saying. Anyway, he asked John to let him save his career. No, really, think about it, he says. The biggest Grayson Waller effect of all time. We've seen it as his guest at WrestleMania Australia. Cena turns him down and Grayson tells him no one says no to the Grayson Waller effect. John asks for for time with his friends and turns his back on Waller who of course did, did you blinds- get that reference yes I get it blindside team right oh with his yeah. friends you're talking about that part yes, mm-hmm. yes his English friends who of no. course blinds the, the, what was the reference that there were fans that went up to John Cena when he was at a restaurant with his oh yes friend. yeah yeah when he told the kid and to fuck off whatever videotaping and wouldn't stop bothering him and he said I'm out here with my friends. Do you mind? Right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the nicest, most polite way of telling someone to fuck off. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Right? Continue on reading your script. Go on. For, anyway, John asked for... Anyway, he did attitude adjustment to send him packing, and that's that. We'll see if uh, WrestleMania London is a thing. I'm sure it will be eventually. It, look, to me, I want it to happen because I think it will be positive... For having those type of events away from the states and Canada, I think it's positive having those events in any big market that will that will support it properly. But this, I'm telling you that they don't do this like this in this venue in this particular manner without it being signed, sealed, and delivered. <laughs> homeboy says cricket. What the fuck, Jimmy? I hate cricket, homeboy. For crying out loud. All right, back and up to Homeboy 13. <laughs> Jinder Mahal says, and welcome to the show, by the way, chocolate cover crickets are yummy. Well, um, he's, well, he's from yeah, India. He loves cricket. I guess. <laughs> and he loves crickets to eat, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've heard anyway. honey, t- honey covered crickets aren't bad. Yeah, no, thanks. I'll, I'll skip. I hate crickets, dude. Have you ever seen them before? Like, just 
jumping around and shit. Crickets. <laughs> They're ugly as fuck, bro. Yeah. Well, I mean, they feel the same way about us. I'm sure they do. Mm-hmm. They're hard to kill too. <laughs> well, I'm so not the killing them, but I'm obviously much tougher than you. Clearly, much tougher. I don't know how the crickets are in Baltimore, but maybe they're just smaller than the chain ones. Who knows? I guarantee you that the insects in Baltimore <laughs> will kick the insects <laughs> in Australia. I, I, I'm big to differ. in Baltimore County, but I assure you that they're like all the insects in Baltimore. So they're armed. They have knives. <laughs> they have drop pieces. They're, they're like the, the the serial numbers are filed off. <laughs> <laughs> they're criminals too. they're all criminals jesus i mean you're lucky you i mean that's that's just to keep up with the rats rats have like rpgs (laughs) (laughs) nothing beats new york rats but i'll I'll say this though uh you're lucky you're in baltimore county because you know in the city of baltimore it is pretty hectic i mean especially years ago weren't you guys the, the murder capital at one stage of america yeah, we're, I mean, for, for, per capita, we're, we're, you know, we, we, I think we were number one for three years in a row. We're, 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 we're always in the running. We're, we're pretty close. We're, we're, we're pretty good at that. We, we have the worst roads, the worst drivers. Really? Worst uh, roads? The highest, and the, the highest rate of dog robbery, um, meaning I think. Oh, I hate that. That's, that's a thing happening both. here too, bro. That's a thing that's happening here too. And it fucking pisses me off when I hear that shit. Now, now I'm not a hundred percent sure that it's not gangs of dogs actually burgled no i know what they're doing yeah exactly you know what they're doing with that right i i uh, i assume it's either for dog fighting or to sell it is for don't say that either but it is for dog fighting right they even get little dogs right like little small dogs to use as bait for the big fucking dog man that's feral man who the fucking sit there watching that shit I mean, seriously, I don't care if you're fucking playing with Same my... people I mean, are watching MMA. Fucked. I like MMA, but that's just uh, wrong, man. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Anyway, no, no, no that what pisses me off, man, because that, that's a thing down here too, and I don't like it, man. I don't yeah. like it at all. You but anyway, you were saying, is that still happening though right now in Baltimore? As yeah, we, we, we have the, the, the highest rate of, of dog robberies, uh, or at least last year. I mean, I don't know how often... And, and, Murder were general. We're probably in. I think like, I think that Chicago and Philadelphia overtook us again. Yeah, Chicago and Philly right now is pretty bad. Philly especially right now is really gaining. But we be we we were we were tops. I mean, we were number one for a while. We're definitely in top five. I even knew that. I even knew I mean, Baltimore was number one for a while. You places kill like we kill. <laughs> God, I mean, is the gun laws strict in Baltimore? Or clearly not. They're, they're extremely strict. It's, 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 but but everyone's it's, shooting each other, though. All the crims, yeah, they all, all they all scratch cereals type I of guns, mean, right? I mean, for one, the, the the gun laws in West Virginia and Virginia and Pennsylvania aren't that strict. For second, we're 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 on a port. We're the second biggest port on on the East Coast. So like all these Which things makes sense, the, right? Yeah, all the all drugs coming falling in. off the back of trucks, and you know, oh, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> Oh boy! Well, we've got a port. We've got one of the biggest ports too. Actually, I think we're the second biggest port in Australia. Obviously, mm-hmm. Sydney's I think number one, but Melbourne has more now in population than Sydney in the city, though not wow. in the greater area. Yeah, it took them out, took That's over, great. and we've got the most skyscrapers in Australia. Right, there you go. Three. Three? Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? Don't make me put a picture of Melbourne, dude. 
Because <laughs> I will. I'm telling you now. That's Three. Right. Give me a fucking break, Jeff. It's pretty big down here, man. Right. Um, Back to Grayson Waller sucks. No, no. Well, I'm, I'm done with that because I said what I said, and that's that. Next, though, it is the women's Money in the Bank match between Bailey, Becky Lynch, EO Sky, Trish Jadis, Zelina Vega, Zoe Stark in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Now, look, I was watching most of it, and then I went off and had a shower during this match. I'm not going to lie. But from what I saw, um, it was decent. Not as good as the men's uh, side of things, but still decent. And uh, I can't believe I got this wrong, and I should have gone with this because I was thinking EO Sky, but she does win by retrieving the Money in the Bank briefcase. She climbed over <laughs> Bailey and Becky Lynch. They were handcuffed to the ladder, and she's your Miss Money in the Bank. They hang- She handcuffed them to each other through the ladder. Right. And then climbed over them. Yeah, no, I thought this match was good. This was fun. It looks like Trish might have broken her nose or at least got a... Got a I thought... Uh, did that happen in the match? Because I think oh, yeah. that's... Are you sure about that? No, I'm not sure. Um, I think she was already like that, dude, to be honest with you, because it didn't uh, look bloody. It looked sort of bruised, though. Well, that's possible as well. But uh, no, I think it happened during the match. I, I mean, I've seen her more recently without that on her nose. I mean, I'm right. the good one who saw Takesha's mole and can't say anything else. I would have noticed that. <sighs> Anyway, yeah. this match was fun. I mean, they, they, it was uh, uh, Zoe and Trish who introduced the handcuffs, and they were they were going to try and handcuff Becky, um, but they didn't succeed. And then Becky actually used the handcuffs to put into Bailey's mouth to like drag her down, almost like the mandible claw. Though they got a close up, and and the the, the handcuff the handcuff fell out of like the claw fell out of ba- Bailey's mouth, and like Bailey actually had to put it back in. Uh, that was an unfortunate sight, but it was still. I was. I don't think I've ever seen that uh, used in that way. So it was the execution not so good, but it was clever. There were a couple spots that weren't so good. I mean, there were a couple times where Zelina Vega was doing a hurricane run, and but she only got one leg up, and obviously the other woman would you know flip herself over. But it was good. <laughs> a lot of fun spots. It was a fun. It was a fun little match. Uh, pretty physical, and yeah. And yeah, listen, they still did what. What everybody, including us, thought was going to have more damage control, and still they until what they did, what they did on SmackDown, where they totally were on the same page, same page beating the fuck out of uh, Shotzi and cutting her hair off. But then all of a sudden, like they're both setting up the the the, the ladder, and then they both realize, wait, she can go up. Wait, she can go up. No, is it for me? No, it's for me. No, it's for me. No, it's for me. <laughs> and then they then they start fighting each, you know, sort of fighting each other a little bit. And anyway. It was cool. Uh, EO won. Yeah, I got. A, I'm very happy that EO won. Uh, you know, this is going to make things for Damage Control very awkward, just like Finn and Priest is going to make things for Judgment Day awkward. And uh, you know, I'm all for it. This is this is fun. I, the crowd was behind EO. I think this this is all cool. And yeah, I think thank you Trish would have been cool. But listen, EO EO is a new thing. Trish is not. So right. I, I, I have I have no problem with with being wrong in this one and. You know, I, it's fun. I thought it was. I thought it was fun, and I thought the, the result was good. I thought the end was good, and it was clever. Like I thought, I liked the the handcuffing them together in between two different ladders, so that they were stuck. You know, two of two of the four horsewomen. Right, but the only thing I, I don't like about that, if they really wanted to, they could have knocked the ladder over, even though they were handcuffed. If they wanted to, well, they didn't. They weren't thinking that smart. They were just in the moment, and they were frustrated. <laughs> God, yeah, but see, I would have been. Me, you, you know what? That, they they were thinking about 
do you think John Cena was here to to to, to <laughs> he's really lobbying for uh, Britain on TV? Or do you think it's really gonna be Australia? I don't know, Bailey. What do you think? I don't know, Becky. We came up at the same time. You're from Ireland, don't you have any connections here in England? <laughs> we hate England. So that you know, that, that's that's what was going on. I think England's kind of uh I don't know, man. Like I don't get me wrong, it'd be nice to go there and whatnot, but I just find it it would be a little boring. Listen, in London, unlike Australia, is not isolated. That's true. Paris <laughs> is very close. Europe's close. North America is close. It's just a four-hour flight. There's true. other there's other cities all around, like Liverpool and Manchester. Liverpool and sucks. Please. It doesn't need. It doesn't matter if it sucks or not. What matters is that there's people there that can buy tickets and make their way to London. You have York. You got Glasgow. You have Edinburgh. <laughs> Yeah, Wait I mean, a minute. Uh, yeah, but that's Scotland and shit. But still, yeah, same that's shit. What I'm saying you. is that there's lots of metropolitan areas within a two-hour, you know, two-hour flight. There's and there's even more within a five-hour flight where there's absolutely nothing near. Even Australia doesn't have like Sydney to Melbourne is probably what three and a half hours. No, by plane. Yes, by plane. What by is plane? It? It's forty minutes. Oh God! Bullshit. But, what, are you kidding? Look it up, Jeff. How many been, miles away by the way. Park in, in England? Well, I'll give you a fun fact. Actually, where, where I'm situated, where I'm situated, the highway which is right next to me, All right, is called Sydney Road. No, 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 I'm just, I'm gonna tell you. There's a road here called Sydney Road, right, which takes you all the way to Sydney, obviously, right? Mm -hmm. um, it is 800 kilometers, which would be probably a thousand miles, something around there, give or take. Is a kilometer more than a mile? No, less. Less. So right, miles 800 kilometers would be like 630 miles. So uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Something so it's like probably that. an hour and a half flight. No, it's 40 minutes, actually. <laughs> that's that's how long it takes. 45, not an hour and a half. No you're, way. You're, you're, to you're drive right. there, to drive there, it takes around six to eight hours. I mean, if I was driving there, I'll get there in six. You drive but 100 miles an hour? Well, 100 kilometers an hour, yeah. 60 miles is 100 All right. kilometers. All right. So for a so if you were if you were a normal person in the United States making a 630 mile drive, it would probably take you about 10 hours to get there with minimal breaks. No, that's with breaks. It takes with minimal breaks eight hours. I mean, with breaks, it takes eight hours. With minimal breaks, will take you six. You drive faster than a normal person in the United States. I know, I know, but most people will say they'll get there in six. Believe me. It's just one straight road all the way there. All right. All right. Just saying. All right. <laughs> I mean, it's not far, man. The point is only 40 minutes. But yes, you're right. We are isolated. I hate that about here. That's the thing that I do hate. And to be honest, have you noticed the planes, the way they fly? If, if, um, I know there's one way trips now between Australia and the US, right? Mm -hmm. But if they literally went the way they should go, I don't think it would take as long because they go kind of, like in a weird sort of way. Now, there, there's some credence there for the flat earth theory, right? When you think about it. They follow jet streams. I get that, but they never go like straight over. Like if you were to go between Australia and the US. Right. It'd be easier to go right over. But it's not because the, the wind doesn't move the way that your pencil does. And there are... So that's there, how it goes? It's yeah, really by also, the wind direction? Also, there's pre-approved flight plans. There's other... And that's other too. Like, first of all, there's some countries that don't allow you to fly over them. 
Uh, well, you won't have to fly over any country other than like the Pacific uh, Islands to get to then, like the. And then US. there's others that are excluded for military use only. Okay. It has more to do with the the, the jet stream. If you ever track okay, the jet I didn't know stream, that. You'll, you'll see right. the flight. I've seen that. I've noticed that, but I didn't know that really mattered. But yeah, I guess it does. And there's Melbourne skyline right there, Jeff. Very pretty. God damn it, it is. It is. There's the port there too. Anyway, who cares? Um, Let's move on though. Uh, Where were we? Uh, Next, it is a WWE World Heavyweight Championship match between Seth Rollins and Finn Balor. Again, pretty predictable. It's a typical sort of Finn versus Seth match. They. they were pointing out about how, you know, the buckle bomb sort of fucked up Finn last time. Not sort of, it did, but it was on right. the barricade mm-hmm. last time around. Mm-hmm. This time they did it into the turnbuckles. Um, and they were playing up on that story. But nevertheless, Seth Rollins does win by pinfall with Blackout retaining the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. I mean, come on, who else was going to win this match? Right. But, um... Less said about it, the better. The only interesting part was Damian Priest came out and says, like, he's like, yeah, you gotta come in. You wanna come against me? <laughs> and, and Finn's just, you know, Finn's angry about it. Like, what? What? You're gonna cash in on me? What? It's like, you know, like, I don't know the whole thing. I mean, I, I could understand why Finn would be upset, but come on. I don't believe in the flat Earth theory, homeboy. I said it plays credence into the flat Earth theory to the flat Earthers. I'm saying. Anyway, God, that's it. You're back down to homeboy eight now for saying that. Wow. Just quietly. Yep. I Jimmy's, said it. Jimmy's, a, Jimmy's the foot down. His power now. So <laughs> oh, yeah. Trying to help you, homeboy, but <laughs> you called me a flat earther. I'm more of a hollow earther, though. I believe in that. Mm-hmm. Just giants saying. live down there. I there's some credence to the giants too, Jeff. I mean, apparently there is some sort of evidence. As a matter of fact, I don't know if you've heard this. You probably have because you do Garden of Doom, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but did you hear about where in Arizona where the um, my God, what's the fucking, the rocks, the Rockies, not the Rockies, but like um, in Arizona, Grand Canyon. the Grand Canyon, that's it. Jesus, I went blank. Apparently they found, uh, you know, Egyptian hieroglyphics yeah, they, they in the Grand Canyon. There, there's Egyptian this there, there's Aztec this there. And yeah, I, listen, I, I, listen I, I am part of the Nephilim Anthropology Conference. <laughs> that's I'm, true. I'm part of the permanent permanent panel i mean there's nothing about giants that you can tell me that i don't know Hmm. well do you believe they existed for the purposes of the conference yes no oh okay fair enough i see what you did there it's all right that's cool i believe believe that there is something to giants both in stature and giants in the way that the age of in greek mythology there were giants but they were like giants among men not physically they're just in that uh, prowess like the I was of, gonna, like, heroes okay that, that that's a good point but that's do, rational I, too but i do think that there is some memory of larger you know hominids uh, you know whether they were uh, you know the, the the dragon man from china with the big skull or the denisovans mm-hmm. which some people say the, the the few bones we have from them indicate that they're a very large stature while others say they're elves others say they're very large stature with elvish features who knows we have about four bones like a couple teeth and then some pinky bones um but you know i I, you know but they've in the last 20 years we found about seven new species of hominid and and 
basically they coexisted with Homo sapiens. So Homo the, sapiens sapiens. Yeah, the, yeah. I mean, within the last hundred thousand years, the the, the, thing, the the thought that there might be some that are were larger as well, and you know, went extinct when the megafauna went extinct. Why not? I mean, it makes perfect sense. And because when I say giants, though, I'm talking about from ten feet, nine feet around there, not right. seven. Yeah, feet. Yeah, I, I, I understand that you're not talking about like when when the average Inca, you know, was four foot eleven, and they right. saw. You know the you seven know, foot the, guy. You know, or, or 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 like, you know, the average Algonquin was five foot one, and they they saw <laughs> you know Vikings who were six foot three calling them right, giants. Right, right. I, I think that people would know a difference between like big guys and giants. Well, I hope so. I hope so because yeah, I mean there is some sort of evidence. You've seen footprints now. I don't know if that was a hoax and whatnot, but but as far as the holographic, uh, holo, yeah, the holographics go. The, I do think there's something to that. Even in Australia, they found that shit. You know what the government came out and said? Um, it was fake. It's bullshit. It might be. I mean, you know. <laughs> but it's easy to cover that up. And obviously, the American government says, no, nah, that's just bullshit. It never existed. I mean, well, it's easy but, to cover. It's easy. Well, you, you, you can't disprove a cover-up, usually, if you're claiming right. a cover-up, by definition. You can't, because all the evidence is there. You also can't disprove that, like, some sculptors went down there for six weeks and, like, carved it all up and then, you, too. Le you know, left and did, like, in 1939 or something. That's true. Whatever it is, it's interesting. But because with the Grand Canyon's case, there's a lot of spots where you can't go. I mean, you can't carbon date rock true it's, it's right. pretty use it's pretty useless well there's your garden of doom preview right there so go check out jeff's show garden of doom right. and garden views right here on the pwc network but anyway let's move on to the main event shall we jeff it is the bloodline civil war which i, I don't know about you but i found a little cheesy that they kept sort of saying that you know it's the bloodline civil war blah 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 we get it man they even they even hashtagged it jeff course they hashtagged it god so cheesy and lame yeah, whatever it's marketing it's i get I it know. but come on that's that's a vince thing too 100 percent. but um when i say the civil war sorry do you think vince knows what a hashtag is he does now what the, what the <laughs> fuck's with all these pound signs everywhere <laughs> yeah hashtags Hashtag my ass. Hashtag, get that out of my face. <laughs> well, anyway, it is the Bloodline Civil War, as I was saying, in Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa versus the Usos in Jimmy and Jay Uso. And, uh, man, the crowd were behind the Usos or what, Jeff? You bet they were. Oh, my God. They were going banana, mm -hmm. as, the, as, the, as Pat Patterson used to say. Um, they were even doing... I mean, they were calling Roman a wanker the whole match. They were, they were even chanting, stand up if you hate Roman, stand if you oh, hate I Roman. They were, I thought they were saying, oh, bask in his glory. See? No, no. Well, it was that tune. Oh, see, I, I, thought, saying, I, thought, I thought they were praising Keith Lee. I'm confused. No, no. They were also calling him tribal wanker, tribal oh, bitch. I just know that I just know that London is AW country. <laughs> they were saying, I mean, the shit that was coming out of their mouths, I mean, Fuck him up, Usos. Fuck him up. Blah blah. They're doing wow. that. Yeah, you, you didn't know, understand you know, you any know who of would these. Probably be better, Sydney. You know who would suck, Melbourne. 
Really? Melbourne's the resting capital of Australia. That's why all the TVs that have ever happened in Australia mm -hmm. and PLEs has only been in Melbourne, actually. In, right. And that includes WCW. Melbourne Beach, Florida. <laughs> I see what you did there because of Melbourne, Florida, right? Right. <laughs> it's a copycat. Yeah. Just saying. We're the real Melbourne and we're the real Victoria, Canada. Are you the only person born in Melbourne? <laughs> wow. Uh, anyway, no, I wasn't born in Mel, but I was born in Melbourne. Okay. It's not Melbourne. See, you're saying. not Greek. I knew it. <laughs> Melbourne is, is, is Greek. Trust me. Oh, Melbourne um, is Greek. Okay. Very Greek, as a matter yeah. of fact. But, no, uh, that, anyway. that would be Melbourne Nilopolis. <laughs> uh, God. Anyway, uh, stop being stereotypical, Jeff, as a matter of fact. Stop being stereotypical, Jeff, or stop being stereotypical, comma, Jeff? <laughs> I'm talking about stereotypical towards Greeks. But anyway, um, as I was saying, Adel Chani saw Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You're, you're demoted to Homeboy 5 now, Jeff. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the contest. The race to the bottom. <laughs> Started from the bottom, now we're here. Anyway, um, where was I? Yeah, they were chanting also. God, homeboy, of course it doesn't exist. I'm an AI, remember? I have to program myself. Homeboy, I'm um, off the PWC. Apparently, we have to start a network. <laughs> what would you call it? Would it be the homeboy Ocho Ochina? I'm thinking the Rational Rage Network. network. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to say anything about that. Anyway, um, they were chanting for solo, by the way, Jeff. I mean, visual group. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean. <laughs> oh, my God. It does sound like that, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's, I know you did that on purpose, but that's funny. <laughs> the visual group. <laughs> Not the media group, but the visual no, no. group. Yeah, we're going to be all visual. All visual. Like all in for all that? visual. Who doesn't want to see this much? <laughs> Homeboy's laughing. That's right. Back oh, up to Homeboy God. nine for me. Good for you. <laughs> nine only. I, I I put him down to eight, and now you put him to nine. God damn yeah, you, Jeff. Okay. I'm from, I'm, he's working his way up now. He's, he keeps <laughs> going further back down, but you know. Ah, boy, what are you going to do with you, man? Seriously. Anyway, um, they were chanting for Solo Sokoa though during this match, just quietly. I think just to play up on the. Yeah, they want you know, they want him to turn. Absolutely. And look, there's Melbourne Skyline the again, Jeff. <laughs> oh, very pretty. Wow. <laughs> very pretty. Anyway. Um, Maybe I'll retire yeah. there. You'll like it here, man. I'm surprised you didn't come here when you went to Sydney, but I get it. Sydney's like so like uh, yesterday Yesterday now. Melbourne's where it's at. It's better nightlife here anyway, mm. for sure. The, and the beaches what are pretty good. What makes you think I want nightlife? <laughs> I know that's true. I mean, <laughs> you're too old for it now. I, 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 under what impression are you uh, that I'm available to you pretty much five days a week or or more to to do podcasts all the time because I go out at night? Sometimes <laughs> you do social life. Well, sometimes you do actually like twice a month. Ah, but still, and and I don't even believe it when you say you are and you were. Don't you, know, you think I'm lying? <laughs> because Sometimes I have the way... to send you pictures, then, 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 then you have to have sexting. You have to hit on my oh, friend. No, 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 no. That's your friend being weird. Just saying. <laughs> I thought it was you doing this, and it wasn't. But anyway, no. um, we won't you even go there. 
She's funny though. I'll give her that. I forgot her name already, but I know she was your best friend or whatever it is. Me, um, I'm a best friend. Well, that's what she said to me. Just oh, saying. Okay. No. Sorry. <laughs> I'm serious. This is a hell of a way to her for her to find out. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she doesn't listen to your shows. No, but anyway, nobody. Does. Um, you I, says I have, do. I, I have no support from any friends or family. Ah, oh, come on. Oh, God. Look, don't be a rat. Don't be a ratina or ratita, whatever you say in Spanish. Rato. Or rato, whatever. Aspira would be so pissed. But if you do the little snitchy, snitchy, homeboy, you know what, what people do with snitches, right? What if we call it the Rational Rage Network presented by Spiro Jiro? <laughs> now you're being racist towards me by saying that. Right. Come on now. Right. Spiro Jiro is a band. It was an 80s yeah. band. They were Speaking Squiddy Politi of- and Johnny Loves Jazz and uh, Aja Gugu and Oingo Actually, Boingo. Speaking of, uh, you know, Greeks, though, um, did you did you I'm ever familiar. like um, Nana Muscuri? What? You don't know who Nana Muscuri is? I don't even know. I don't even understand the words you're saying. Wow. Wow. Forget I even said it. Right. You, do you know the song? Oh, man, you'll know some songs. They were big. They're the biggest exports from Greece. They had English songs. It wasn't like just in Greek. There was another person, though. I know. They're I really good at cricket. All right, so no, they yeah. don't play cricket in Greece. So Actually, the in Civil Corfu, War, they do. Right? The Civil War. Civil War, talking, yes. We're not talking about the Peloponnesian Wars this time. <laughs> no. <laughs> we're not talking about the Peloponnesian Wars. Not Athens Wars. versus Sparta, none of that. <sighs> it's a shame. <laughs> and anyway, well, uh, well it's close enough. True. You know what? We should uh, do a, a show on that, and you should produce it and then lose it. <laughs> that was more on God's, but uh, anyway. Just, just for old time's sake we'll see we'll see jeff we'll see anyway um the usos do retain well not retain anything they end up winning the civil war and they legitimately looked happy man they sure almost did. emotional in in some ways yeah this was a typical roman reigns match except he ended up losing yeah and it was the first time he got pinned and they emphasized this in over three and a half years right by someone named baron corbin so the only person you believe who is- that so the the person who's more upset than Roman Reigns might be Baron Corbin. Maybe the fact that Baron Corbin got a freaking pinfall victory over Reigns is That's pretty right. nuts. Sorry about that. Just taking a quick swig. Anyway, um, look, I think Roman was very much happy to to take the pinfall for his cousins, obviously. Um, I think, think all of them will start. It's, it's just it's it's what's best for the story, and you know I guess it could have gone either way. I think way, he but... does care, though. I think he does care. I think he looks at it like he's giving them a gift. I, but it's people who's booking. Listen, I agree that Roman Reigns isn't going to go. Yeah, it's cool if Tozawa pins me. Yeah, obviously, or whatever. <laughs> or, 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 or he's not going to be like, yeah, you know, yeah, Grayson Waller. Sure, on a second match, sure, sure he can pin me. No, I mean, of course he's going to have some say in it, but. Yeah, but I mean, this whole story. I mean, he knows he's going to have to lose in certain in certain places and certain important places. I mean, he's obviously been hap- happy to take super kicks from them and be, you know, knocked unconscious. But you know, by them, he takes where, them where in regular <laughs> matches he would take like forty two super kicks and like you know and and you know come back in thirty seconds. But um, listen, the, 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 this was. You know, some people complained that the match was slow. I don't know. The, the, no, this, I was this, telling this, a story, man. It wasn't slow, yeah. though. I wouldn't say that. 
this is how it is when when you know lions circle each other in the pit before they mix it up. And, I mean, and I, they did that too, actually. At one point, the standoff, which was cool, I liked it. You know what I mean? It I told the story. Absolutely, and it, and and so what? What is people's problem, man? People don't, don't understand story anymore. No, they 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 only under they only want you to have another half rotation on a four fifty to turn it into oh, a, a, a five seventy or whatever. I you man. know I I don't know. It's just, just so the so the wrestlers can find other ways to no sell moves while increasing the chances exactly. of, of killing themselves and and other people. And see the fan base, that particular fan base. I'm going to say it now. You yous are the ones that are killing the business by fucking saying shit like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, Jesus Christ, man. Let these guys tell their thing. If you understand story, especially in the ring, you you would love to appreciate this type of match. But these guys, they, they, would, they would hate Scorsese movies. They would hate oh, the shit. old Spielberg movies. They would have hated Terminator. They would have hated Alien. They would have hated Jaws. They would have hated, you know, and anything that. The French Connection. They would have hated any movie that, that takes a child. Oh, Kubrick. You, you wouldn't be able. Kubrick couldn't oh, make a movie these days. They wouldn't even understand these movies now. Right. Ridley <laughs> Scott. You, you name it. And anything that, that that isn't Fast and Furious. Uh, this, this, Literally. This is storytelling, and this is something anybody could understand what's going on. It, it, it doesn't. It doesn't hurt that they. You know that three of them look a, a lot alike. That they all have the same tattoos and whatever. And you know if if, wow. if you if you were at your friend's house that was if there were such things and like you know you went over yeah. some wrestling fans this was on and you went with your kids and your 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 kids would be enraptured by this they, they, they'd be saying they're oh. watching it i know if i was a kid watching this i would have been too right exactly and that and that and that's what it's for and that's why they have them on saturdays and that's exactly. why peacock is happy with them that's why comcast universal is going to be actively bidding and making sure that Apple and Amazon or whoever else these other jabrones that people are talking about won't won't get this. Well, anyway, I do think, by the way, when the TV deals come up, not to stay on you a million times. Disney has a billion kinds of intellectual property. What does Universal Studios have? Nothing. I guess yeah, you're right. It's true, um, but Disney will sell off a lot of those properties, though. I think. Uh, I don't think they'll be selling off the ones anyone wants to see. I don't think they'll be selling off like you know, Marvel or or no, not Marvel. The Definitely Mickey Mouse's and Winnie the Poohs and, <laughs> and, you know, and, no. and the Doctor Seuss and that stuff. I mean, Warner Brothers may sell off all the DC stuff. I mean, that they're, they've been actively shopping it around, like in different t- types of packages. Do you think Marvel's gotten way ahead of DC now? It's always been. It's been ahead of DC. Well, it has, for yeah, it has now, But yeah, I mean, I mean, I think forever ahead of DC. Though they're 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 doing their best to fall back by oversaturating and putting out bad products. But Secret Invasion or Secret, yeah, Secret Invasion. So far, it, I mean, it's been two episodes in, but it's better than like Quantumania, Love and Thunder. And I know people are pretending the Guardians of the Galaxy three was a good movie. It wasn't. Get you fucked. just like the you just like the characters already. I mean, it's just it's just you know the characters from from ten years and you like them. They're 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 it, it's like being a fan. But the movie itself was lousy. Um, but um, you know, and then some of the shows have been pretty lame. But uh, I don't know. But, I told know, you right? Marvel Stadium's in Melbourne, right? Did I tell you that? Yes. Yeah. You should. Well, if you ever come down here, you, if you go to the stadium ever, which you probably won't, but if, if you ever, I ever did, come to Melbourne, it's going to be the move there. Yeah, well, you'll like it here, I think, anyway. Um, 
Well, anyway, uh, well, is there anything else we need to say about this match other than the Usos win? Where do we well, go from here, though, Jeff? Greek, so you told me there's a lot of Jews there. Uh, what I need to know is, is there good Italian food? Yes, Ligon Street is the Italian street in Melbourne, dude, where it's all Italian How cafes. So they're like good pizza. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, no, nah, man. I'll, the pizza here is very good, man. It's not, we don't have no shit. Our pizzas are more based off the New York sort of style uh, pizza, but but nah, I'm, we've I'm, got I'm, our own sort of way of doing I'm it. I'm retiring to Ecuador. <laughs> you probably will, actually. Yeah. I can see that. I, I don't know why, but I well, I know why, but I can. Well, my, really my, see that. my new father is a is a is a political boss there, unless he gets assassinated. What? It's not so good. Don't then. say that. No, wait, are you talking about Lasacardi's father? Yeah. Really? Is yeah, he really? He's, yeah, he's he's a political boss. He, he runs like uh, gold mines in like a part of the country. Oh, wow. He's, he's, like <laughs> a, he's been like a mayor of Zaruma. He's, he's, you know, Speaking he's of a, money in the bank, <laughs> he's, he's, he's he's a player there. Yeah. Wow. Good on you, man. Wait. Yeah. Is your parents divorced or? Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. No. yeah he, he's, go... re- he's remarried to, I think his wife is a year older than Viv and he's got two kids. <laughs> he's got two kids who are young, who are like 10 years younger than Frank, but they're his uncles. Like, you know, oh, like an shit. Eddie Chavo thing. Uh, so, <laughs> I love that, man. So I always say that. I, I, go, that I, I tell them, I go, make sure you boss Frank around. He's got to listen to you. You're his uncles. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the weirdest thing though, when you see that shit? It, I mean, it's, it's so not weird, but so weird at the same time. Right now, it's becoming a lot more common, but generally, like, wasn't that long ago where it'd be it's, kind it's of cracks me up every time. But, but the, I mean, but that's because I'm a 14 year old boy, I'm an idiot. Hey, never grow up, Jeff. Come on now, I never will. Never grow up. Viv says to me, She goes, I think you're going through your second childhood. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's like <laughs> at least my third, but now I'm like, I think it's just a permanent state or, or a midlife crisis. <laughs> right. no, I already had my midlife crisis. <laughs> Did you believe me? Really? I, I, had, I had like six people's midlife crises. <laughs> <laughs> Don't don't you worry about that. <laughs> Is that like men menopause in some ways? No, <laughs> if you know like, what I mean. It's, it's no, like no, no, almost, I'm saying it's, like it's, it's almost like the polar opposite. I get you, I get you, man. I, I think I'm going through that in some ways, man. It sucks getting old. No shit, man. I'm trying to stay as young as possible, but uh, I'm getting the white man around my beard and shit. Not so much the hair, but the beard. It's getting white. Can't fight it, man. Maybe I need to use just for men soon. <laughs> no, no, nothing, nothing to speed things along like a like a girlfriend on the side, Jimmy. Uh, That's the worst sh- advice I could ever give you. Nah, yeah, please don't give me that advice. I'll get killed. Literally, I'm you, it's bad. It's bad advice. <laughs> anyway, so look, I originally asked you, where do we go from here now with the bloodline? Do you think um, it continues? Uh, are we still going to be it's moving gonna forward? Continue. I mean, Roman still has three belts uh, for reasons. Uh, I thought they were supposed to stop that. I'm sure he's going to blame Solo for this. So, you know, at at some point, he's going to have to be alone on the island of relevancy. And and if he's alone, (laughs) he's still relevant. Well, exactly. And he's going to say, as long as I have these titles, it's relevant. Well, it's true. And that'll be check and mate. Well, and that's all that matters. Those titles, we're coming for you, all three of us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, look at this guy, Jimmy. I challenge you to. Fi- I'll destroy you on FIFA twenty three. Oh my god! Quietly. You know, it, it, you destroy know, you can you. challenge him to homeboy to, to when you're back to homeboy twenty three. But right now, you're demoted to homeboy seven. That's, that's right. Listen to him. 
And yeah, you'll get destroyed. Do you even have FIFA 23, homeboy? God damn it. And was the Flash good? I assume he's talking to you, Jeff. I didn't see him. No. Well, I've, I've, heard, I, I've heard it's not so good to it is good. and But the people who said it's not so good to pretty good, like they're like, you know, an AEW fan will think everything AEW does is really good. So if they always say it's pretty good, I would hate well, it. They're like that with DC movies. So I would, I, I'm sure I will think it stinks. I will never understand that sort of tribalism. Like, I can understand those sports teams, but it, it, it's it's the same folks who told me that Quantum Mania was pretty good and that uh, Shazam and Black Adam weren't bad. Shazam. And and the, the the I mean these these were all big turds of crap. Seriously, movies pretty much suck these days, man. Yeah, there's people still trying to tell me that Wakanda Forever was good. No, it wasn't. It was bad, <laughs> and it was stupid. <laughs> I think you said it. Well, Jeff, I think we can take it home, man. We've been doing some long shows lately. Yeah, I got to fucking watch Collision, too. Oh, yeah, you can wait, though, because we're not doing that for quite a while. But really, we should be doing Uncaged, but maybe we should wait till tomorrow, man. Do you think? There's no waiting for tomorrow. Do you think we need to do it today? Yes. Oh, I feel so uneventful after watching. We Monday have Monday. wreckage tomorrow, and I've got Garden of Doom of three at three. And I'm not doing, I'm not waiting around for you, for you for three podcasts. You know, for do a third podcast tomorrow. We're do, we're doing Uncaged tonight. All right, fine. Well, anyway, Jeff, tell them what they. Oh no, actually, before that, what would you give your rating overall for this pay per view or PLE? Strong B. Yeah, me too. Strong B. Whatever that means, I guess B plus. Yeah, I wouldn't give it a B plus. I mean, it was it was a B. You know, for some reason though, I know what you're saying though, because I feel like as good as it was, it wasn't as good as others. But I don't know if that was just me and the time and whatnot. But it was good. I I don't feel that anything particularly important happened though. Yeah, even though it was predictable, but not predictable really because we didn't get our picks right. But you know what I mean. And some things sort of happen out of nowhere where it's like, well, why? Even Cena, it was a pleasant surprise, don't get me wrong, but like, you know, no one but saw was, that coming. And, and Shayna Baszler... It's an after-the-fact pitch, man. That's all. Yeah, I guess. No, you're right. And he does this. Like I said, he, he always appears generally on international PLEs and whatnot. But uh, anyway, we'll see. Um, yeah, B for me, B for you. I guess... Um, that's a wrap, I guess, Jeff. So tell them where they can find you. Uh, they can find me on Twitter at IcarusFellMD. You can find me right here at the PWC. And oftentimes, or just as often, pretty well, pretty much 50-50 on Omni Media Group and Channel Attitude these days. Uh, you, last week, I did the Collision Review Show with the Wrestling Soup Fellas. Uh, you can find Hammerlock Hangover right here at the PWC. And you can find Garden Doom and Garden Views right here at the PWC and on Hummy Media Group. Uh, just dropped a, a show today with George Mitrovic, who's uh, pro- probably the preeminent Bigfoot cryptid and paranormal investigator in the world. Uh, author of over... The Aussie guy. Books. What's that? He's yeah, in he's Australia. Australia. One? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Continue on. Sorry. I just I had to point just, that just, out. Yeah. So check out those shows. A lot of fun. Had a prof- Professor uh, Trish DeGenero again talking about things you need to know. Uh, so we talked a lot about Belarus and then coups and, and uh, Wagner and Saudi Arabia and, and all sorts of uh, fun things like that. And, you know, China's place in the world, our place in the world. <laughs> 
politics, politics. More like geopolitics. I'm more interested yeah. in that geopolitics. Though she, she, she tricked me into talking about a little bit of politics. <laughs> mostly education. <laughs> oh, man. I can't keep... The fact that we've got to do Uncaged 2, I've got so much shit to put out, Jeff. You know how many shows are piling up right now? Because there's a, sh- a show after the show and another show to watch that is making two, me... F- you have two hours. Oh, boy. Wait, is that when we're doing it in two hours? I'd rather we do it right away, but uh, but if you need time. Is that cool with you? Because I'd rather have about two hours, if that's cool. It's 9.13, so just... 11.15. All right, perfect, done. Because I want to just put, put out some I shows, I don't care, 11.15. Done, done, done. 11.15 on Hamid Media Group, that is, right? Channel Attitude.com. Stay evil and uh, please look and subscribe at the pwcnetwork.pummy.com, channelattitude.com, and hamimediagroup.com. Or well, hamimediagroup.pummy.com, and that's a wrap. And we'll see you in, a, in two hours. Peace. Peace. I'm Liz, bitch. Okay, KJ. You know what this is? Shout out to Jesus.
the top. Hey. My shit gon' sell, hey. your shit gon' flop. Good done, got me 15. Got me, I got a big ass family. How you gon' stop me? Y'all niggas, watch me rise to the top. My shit gon' sell, your shit gon' flop. I got money in the bank. Yeah. Show the what you drink. I got money in the bank. Yeah. Show the what you drink. I got money in the bank. Yeah. Show the what you drink. I got money in the bank. Yeah. Show the what you think. I got money in the bank. Yeah. Show the what you drink. I got money in the bank. Yeah. Show the what you drink. I got money in the bank. Yeah. Show the what you drink. I got money in the bank. Yeah. Show the what you drink.
Crowd are loving this from the local man himself. And that is a, what is that, a, a club? No, it's a cricket bat, we're in England. Oh, true. It's about time an Englishman did something good with a cricket bat. We're getting whooped in the ashes right now, just down the road from it. We are experiencing a seismic event every time LA Knight gets in the oh ring. Oh my goodness, are you kidding me? Ricochet just launched himself through the ladder out of the ring. Yeah, but look who's alone in the ring. And now LA Knight has his chance, his opportunity, and Logan Paul trying to run interference and play Smiler. Well, a Russian leg sweep off the ladder. Logan has been impressive here tonight. Not sure what else we would expect. Oh, the frog splash onto Priest onto the ladder. And that ladder did not give an inch. Boltman prone, Butch is trying to choke on Escobar, I think. But in the process, he's dragged his one. Oh, no! with the distraction that allowed Shayna to take control. And a bullseye on that previously injured shoulder. Tag made, here's Raquel. And this is a game changer in itself. Raquel Rodriguez, the fresh woman with a clothesline, taking out Ronda. Well, Raquel's partner is down and apparently out. But Raquel is worth two on her own. Ball away slam. First to Shane and now the power slam to Ronda. Cover and a kick out of two. Ronda with the left and right. So now up to the top rope. And an arm bar now applied. Referee trying to break them because they are on the rope. But Raquel might assist him with that. The powerhouse. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the new Mr. Money in the Bank, Damian Priest. It's Senor Money in the Bank. Senor Money in the Bank, congratulations. And now that you have won this contract, what are your plans? Ooh, there's a lot to think about. I mean, I could cash in this contract and become the Intercontinental Champ. Once again, become 
Olympic United States champion, world heavyweight champion, undisputed WWE Universal champion. Like that one. The one thing that's for sure that I don't have to think about is that I will be un campeón. <laughs> again targeting the already injured ankle of Riddle and look at now trying to strip off that protective tape. Gunther wants to punish and torture Riddle here tonight. What little protection that tape and bandage is offering. Oh! Just went up in smoke. We almost need a mercy decision here from the referee. Gunther went oh, wait. He got caught. Riddle going for a triangle. Riddle caught Gunther in a triangle. And a triangle now by Riddle. Will Gunther tap out? Uh, Riddle's got it locked in pretty good, Wade. What does Gunther got to do to get out of this? Get to the ropes ASAP. Oh, oh power your way out. And that's what Gunther did.
Dominic again going to slip and slide out of harm's way. It's okay, we're just gonna have a little regroup with Nami. Talk a little strategy, or perhaps just leave. Well, now Dominic's trying to escape through the uh, through the fans here at the O2. Well, he's so popular, he's going out to meet his fan base. Uh, I don't think anyone's ever asked for Dominic Mysterio's autograph, like ever. And Dom sent back in to the ringside area. And now Dominic looking for three amigos. This is not paying homage to Eddie Guerrero. This is disrespecting the late great Eddie. No. Eddie Guerrero is a man that Dominic wishes was his father. And Cody Rhodes going to make Dominic pay. Nice drop kick by Dom. Oh, Cody yes. now in the second rope. He's in position for the move that Dominic's dad made famous. The 619, and Cody will not allow it to connect. Did He'll it? intercept. Didn't quite have the same snap that Rey Mysterio gives it, and Cody capitalizes. I'll tell you what, Wade. That had some snap on it. The Alabama slam. to the decision makers. They don't necessarily know how to feel about London. Oh, come on. We're not telling you guys anything you don't know. They think this is kind of a hostile environment. They think that sometimes you guys are a distraction. They even think that you guys try to take over the show. You see that? You see that? They don't know what they're talking about. You are the voice. You are the heartbeat. You are not trying to take over the show. You are the show. So I'm here to try to bring WrestleMania to London. 
struck a nerve on that one, didn't I? I'm here right now, not for one more match. I'm here because I know when they play those trumpets, people watch and people listen. And right now, I want to give something to an audience I love. I want to give them a chance to tell the world, to tell the people who make decisions what we already know. Take a moment right now. Let them see. Let them feel. Let them hear what WrestleMania is going to sound like in London. Never mind the fact that it's supposed to be summer. The last few days have been cold, rainy, I've got to wear a hoodie everywhere. If WrestleMania's going overseas, it needs to be somewhere beautiful. Good weather. Nice beaches. Good looking girls in bikinis. I think if WrestleMania's gonna go international, it needs to go somewhere like Australia. That the best you got? I thought you guys had banner. Ready? I can see it now. WrestleMania Australia. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie! Hey, hey, hey. Nobody says no to the Grayson Waller effect. Say again. No one says no to the Grayson Waller effect. How about can I enjoy some time with my friends? And before you came out here, my friends and I were trying to let the world know that WrestleMania needs to come to London! Oh, Waller from behind! And what was John saying about respect a little bit ago? Uh, you don't turn your back on a rat like Grayson Waller. A Waller ambushing Cena. And leaving Cena down. And talk about a buzzkill. She won back in 2019, Wade. She cashed in on the same night to win the Women's Championship. Absolutely the little ray of sunshine that is Bailey, And I would love nothing more, Michael Cole, than looking at your face when Bailey grabs the briefcase tonight. Next, representing damage control, Eos! 
viva la raza. Sube tu bandera si tú eres latino. Making her way to the ring, representing LWO. The protege of Trish Stratus. Zoe Stark beat Natalya to qualify for her first Money in the Bank ladder match. <laughs> I don't care what y'all say. For the fifth time in her career, Becky Lynch will enter the Money in the Bank contract ladder match, but it is the one thing that she has not been able to win in what has been a stellar career thus far. And Zoe Stark wastes a little time going after Becky Lynch. You saw Trish Stratus directing traffic. Meteora by Zelina Vega as Bailey was trying to bring the ladder into the ring for the first time in this matchup as Zoe and Trish continue to try to take out Becky Lynch. Well, this is exactly what we talked about. The advantage has to lie with Trish and Zoe. Oh. Now trapping Zoe Stark. Disarmor in the ladder. Trish Stratus now. Sends Becky across the ring into the turnbuckle. Race first, and the gate is wide open for Trish Stratus to make some history. And Trish trying to climb the ladder, only able to make it about halfway up before Bailey gets involved. And what does Eo do now? Eo is nowhere near the briefcase. Genius of the sky just loves being airborne, Cole. Saving the day oh, for her mental. Becky. Drives her into the ring post. What the hell? Oh no. That is genius. Zoe Stark with handcuffs. Completely legal. No disqualifications, countouts, pitfalls, or submissions in this match. Handcuff the opposition, and how can you fail? Oh. Stratus now pounding away at Becky Lynch. That is simply punishment for the Irish star. And now Stark back into the fray. Becky Lynch. They're going to handcuff Becky to the ring and not allow Becky to have any chance to win this. 
You can't fault the strategy, Cole. Oh, Becky trying to fight out. Zoe was not able to hook the other end of the handcuff. So Becky only had one wrist handcuffed here, avoiding disaster for the moment. Becky on the announce table. Trish from behind. The brawl continuing. Becky Lynch has lost a damn mind. That's what's happening, Cole. Oh my goodness! Manhandle slam into the ladder! Trish stresses his spider. Zoe with a running, twisty neck breaker off the apron. Look at Selena and Zoe go! It's an old trick of Zelina Vegas using the flip-flop. Oh my goodness, a cold red! A cold red by Zelina Vega! The room's there and now Bailey! Bailey! Bailey just cost her teammate! Money in the bank! Bailey just screwed EO! No, no! That was instinct from Bailey! tried to screw her partner over, and she paid for it, getting handcuffed as Eo climbed the ladder to win the contract. sons sitting at his table that's his goal that's what he's trying to take from you that your sons answer to him it's your family you're the head of the table Singing, stand up if you hate Roman. 
in three and a half years since December of 2019. Roman Reigns was pinned by his cousin, made of that Jay Uso. How sweet it is. Yeah. 
Superstars delivered some unforgettable and history-making moments. And lucky for all of us, several of our superstars who were victorious tonight will be joining us back here to say a few words and answer some of your questions. We do appreciate all of you who are tuning in on your various social media platforms and, of course, all the media personnel who are here tonight. Now, again, we are going to take questions from you for our superstars, but in order to do that, if you have a question, make sure you raise your hand and we ma make sure you stand up so we can see you. We'll have people delivering microphones and then state your name, your media affiliation, and ask your question, and we'll be off to the races. All right, you guys ready for our first guest? Yes. This man has been overcoming obstacles since his return to WWE, and tonight was absolutely no different when he defeated a thorn in his side, and Dominic Mysterio. Please welcome the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Hi. <laughs> Hi. I was just, uh, I was just telling... Um, Bailey backstage, my my back was not, not feeling great, so I was really afraid I was gonna sit down like Stanley in the office, super old man, and you guys would know something. No, but I'm fine. I'm fine. How are all of you? Good, 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 good. Who's got a question? Yeah, let's take our first question. Go there. Will you stand up for us, please? State your name and your media affiliation. Oh man, uh, Will Gavin Talksport, Cody. How are you, sir? So good, so good. We had, I mean, seriously though, like, I'm, sh you guys all cover this business, so this whole thing, these tours over here, just gangbusters. These crowds, and you know, we were in Newcastle last night on on my side of things, and Sheffield, and just, it's a special thing that you got going on over here. It's one of the reasons when I was on my little excursion, I was here like every week with What Culture Pro Wrestling until I'm pretty sure I bankrupted them from my booking fee, but uh, it's a special thing and you got to see it tonight. It wasn't gonna be my question, but now you've said that. <laughs> John Cena teased WrestleMania in the UK. Your thoughts? I, I mean, John is dead on in a sense that, name a place that deserves it more. And I, listen, there's, there's so many potential markets. Uh, I still sometimes like try to put on my my business hat, and you and you look at all these different places. Back in the day, not saying things might have been fabricated, but back in the day, you'd hear about people making bids on shows, and I don't know if there were any bids on shows. Whereas today, it's really happening. If you look at these econ impact reports, like for WrestleMania 39, my gosh, again, this business, like, be proud. 
you guys who cover this as, as I'm sure you've been fans through the, the dark ages as well, right? When it wasn't as many people who were into this, this thing is mainstream. It's making just, just, it's doing so well. London for WrestleMania would be amazing. It really, really, really would. And it would, it would be a very special thing. Um, there's a lot of good places, um, but that would be special. I don't know if John knew something I didn't know though, right? I thought he was about to say it's happening. Um, like, oh wow, you know. Um, and he, you know, he's, he's the man, so John can say, uh, say what he wants. Again though, he might know something we all don't know. So I, I hope that does happen for London. That would be very special and uh, I'd be all about it. All right, thank you. Next question. Right, right here, oh, yep, yep, perfect. Uh, Delta Fick, Mail Online. Um, how do you feel like your momentum has recovered from WrestleMania? Ooh, I mean, um, if we're gonna get real, eh, we don't have to get super inside baseball, but a little, uh, I've got a very specific task that's in front of me. I've got a very specific, behind the scenes and on the camera, the thing that I want, the thing that I came back to get. And one of the things that, man, we were just talking about this guy, John Cena told me, he said, you could be the champ without wearing the title, but you have to be honest with yourself. Look at the numbers everywhere you go, look at the numbers on everything that you put out. And if they're telling you that it's cruising and it's going, because there's a difference between soup du jour and my gosh, equity and someone that we've gotten behind and has earned your trust and all of that. If those numbers support that, then you're on the right path. And I have been blessed that that's, that's been the case. So momentum wise, uh, I, uh, like I said, there's a task in front of me and I feel we're, uh, we're on the right, the right path. Thank you. We have another question over here. Hi, uh, Ace BBC Radio One Extra. Uh, so I know Cena didn't. We did you? an interview together before, haven't we? How you doing, my friend? You good? Good. Excellent to have you good. in the UK. Uh, Cena did also mention tonight that there was a bit of worry about uh, that, that upper management may have had about the crowds taking over the show. Uh, tonight there was some kind of interesting chance. How do you feel <laughs> about some of the chance tonight and and the crowds perceivably taking over the show? That's a great question. That's a good, that's a great question. Um, I am of the belief of if the crowd, and this is an area where I disagreed with, with my father actually, but I'm of the belief if the crowd wants to play, let them, let it, let it ride, let it happen. Now, be mindful. Sometimes you got, I particularly have a younger fan base, a lot of young kids. I don't know if all these chants are acceptable for them. So, you know, if, if you guys are gearing up as, as, as London, as uh, the United Kingdom, gearing up for a potential WrestleMania, maybe, maybe keep that in mind. But we don't get that everywhere. Everywhere is different. Really, I mean, WWE and these PLEs traveling internationally so much, we don't always get that. So when you get something that's a little different, that's a little you know, unique in its own, that's, that's what makes this special. That's what makes you guys, you guys. Um, so I'm of the, the thought, if they're gonna rock, let them, let them rock, you know, you hear some wild stuff. And I always have to ask, because I can't half the time understand. Is that a really bad thing? Are they mad, you know? But I always ask, and uh, it's fun, it's fun. The whole point, volume is not down. This isn't on mute. 
Like the whole point is to get you guys up, excited, mad, whatever the hell it is. And just lately we've been able to strike that. Great. We have one more for Cody right over here. Expressions using representing Boston sports. Cody, how are you? Oh, I'm good, but I feel like my voice sound, does my voice sound gravelly? You're all I, good. I want to point this out, but I don't want to cause, I don't want you to look. So don't look when I mention this, but I'm, Kayla has, do you have your Louis on? Oh, never mind. So she had Louis Vuitton flip-flops on earlier, and I thought they were pretty dope, but I didn't want to draw attention to them because there's a lot of like weirdo people about feet and stuff. But then, <laughs> but then I had my Louis, my oh. Louis slippers on, and it was a whole bit I was gonna do. And here, ruined it. Here we go. You know, the next time. So. I, oh no, that wasn't. First thing first. What Cody. was the question? Sorry. Yeah, I've even uh, got to it. So Cody, like first things first, I'd like to apologize on behalf of the UK, but for the lack of pyro in your entrance, do you know what I know? But I know we're in the O2, but next time, maybe if we're in the stadium, we'll have all the pyro. But my question is, would winning the World Heavyweight Championship be finishing the story? Oh man, I hate, um, I hate to, I don't want to be a downer, but no. Now, winning the World Heavyweight Championship would be outstanding, yeah. would be amazing. Yeah. It is the title, on the flagship show, Monday Night Raw, absolutely matters, is important, and what Seth is doing with it is a special thing, and you're gonna see that title will mean far more in five minutes, and then in 10 minutes, he's every second it gains equity. Um, but finishing the story was always, always about the title that uh, uh, my dad didn't get. And uh, I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna spoil anything because the Peacock people will, will murder me. Um, but you'll probably hear some news about my documentary at some point soon, finally, because these people have been filming me for gosh knows how long, and it's covered a lot in there as far as that's what the story was. You know, he really did hold it, and he held it in the garden, and like ah, it ate me up that he he never got it. So that's finishing the story. The World Heavyweight Championship is a whole nother story. It is, and um, again, very special. The main title on Monday Night Raw, um, I don't look down on it in, in any way. Awesome, well Cody, thank you so much. Thank you guys, thank you. All right, moving right along to our next guest. They both won their respective Money in the Bank ladder matches, meaning they possess a contract for a championship match anytime, any place for up to a year. Kicking it off with Mr. Money in the Bank, or Senior Money in the Bank as he prefers, Damian Priest. And... Of course, Miss Money in the Bank, EO Sky. And surprise, Bailey. Oh, oh, mic down. All right, thank you all for joining us here. Uh, we're gonna have some questions from our media, starting with gentlemen in the front. Thank you. Yep. Uh, hi, Nick Hausman, House of Wrestling. Uh, 
a lot of tension between you two, it seemed, in the Money in the Bank ladder match. I think on behalf of a lot of fans, we'd like to know what's the status of damage control right now with you two. We won't. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we, we won't. won't. We were damage control. This is our briefcase. We're, we, there's no tension right here. We're good. We won. We did what we said we were going to do. I'm High so five. happy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, simply put, uh, next question. Do I have one over here? No, yeah, there we go. We stand, yep. Michael Martinez from Lucha Libro Line and Metro Puerto Rico. How do you feel to be the first Puerto Ricano to have a real opportunity to win the WWE title since Pedro Morales? Mm. Ooh, nice. that's good. <sighs> you know, being able to represent your culture, your heritage is always something important, especially for me. You know, Puerto Ricans love them a good flag, so if I could represent it, it's, it's an honor. Um, and to your point, being able to be the first Puerto Rican to do it since Pedro, it's wild. It's because there's been so many Puerto Rican legends since, you know, with Sabio and Carlito and, you know, Carl Carlito's dad. Uh, for me, you know, being in the business position, uh, it's just wild to me. So it's an honor. That, that's, that's the only word I could think of. Great. Thank you. Uh, we have a question back here. Uh, Will Brazier from On Wrestling. Question to both of you. It's the first time you've won the briefcase. Are you going to seek advice from fellow superstars that have done it or sort of carve your own path with the briefcase? I mean, I don't go around asking advice how to do a choke slam, right? So <laughs> I, we know what the deal is. I see an opportunity, I cash in, win a title. You know, that's the goal. So for me, uh, seeking advice, yeah, maybe if. if if it's right there in front of me, of course, it'd be silly of me not to take advice from somebody who's been there, done that. But ultimately, uh, I've been doing things my way, and so far, my way has been working. So I have a pretty good idea of what I want to do with this. Okay, thank you. We have one up here. Thank you. Uh, hello, Steve Fall from Tencon. I was in Puerto Rico, and I saw that amazing match with you and Bad Bunny. Is there any chance that Bad Bunny could come back into the WWE, maybe joining Judgment Day? Maybe you guys could be back on the same page. Do we really got to talk about this I was a right great now, match. Dog? Match of the year. Match of the year. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. So sorry. Match of the year, yeah. It was. Is there a chance for him to come back and do what? Come back into WWE and maybe join Judgment Day, work with <laughs> you. Yeah, I was there. You had a Who great this match. Guy in? We come together. Look. Someone back there let me in. Look. I I, that's not a question for me if Bad Bunny's going to come back. I don't know. That, that's a question for him. As far as joining the Judgment Day, you have a better shot of joining the Judgment Day. <laughs> which means zero. Wow. All right, we've got one more question. Make it good. Hi, Luca from uh, Open Wrestling TV Italy. Damien, speaking about tensions, what happened with Finn Balor? Can you elaborate on that? Look, uh, sometimes there's misunderstandings. And... To be fair, we've had a few lately, but as far as the Judgment Day is concerned, Finn Balor and I are concerned, we're brothers, everything is good. I think he wasn't sure if I was there to cash in on him, which wasn't the goal, it wasn't an idea of mine, I did not want to do that. If anything, I wanted Seth to feel the pressure of me possibly cashing in, and I wanted Finn to win the title. Fortunately, it didn't happen that way, and that's, you know, but I can't control that. Finn had the match won, he just didn't win. I mean, that's nothing I can do about it. Great, we have one more question. Alex McCarthy, Mad Online. Uh, EO, any plans on who you would like to cash in on, who you got your eyes on? Oh, and Bailey, I guess, since you're sharing it. <laughs> what, what's the, what was that? 
Any plans on who you would like to cash in on? その内分かりは USA、USA。Yeah, you guys are so impatient. She just got it five、yeah. minutes ago. Give her, give her. There we go. I'm gonna celebrate. Oh, celebrate! <laughs> celebrate! <laughs> Let's let these superstars celebrate. It's well deserved. Congratulations to all of you and thank you for joining us. That's right. right. All righty. We're going to keep moving along. Now, these superstars were forced to relinquish their titles after Liv Morgan's injury several weeks back, but they came back tonight more powerful than ever to get their gold back. They are the women's tag team champions, Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez. Ladies, welcome. Thank you so Thank much. And you. congratulations. That gold looks good on you.、Thank、It belongs you. on you.、Uh, I know we have several questions. We're going to go and kick things off. Gentlemen back here. <clears throat> Hi, guys.、Uh, Hi. Liam Llewellyn from the Daily Mirror.、Um, I just wanted to ask well, first of all, congratulations on winning the titles back.、Um, is there a particular sort of team or you know, pair of wrestlers that you both have your eyes on that you would like to um, um, face first? We were just talking about yeah, this. There's yeah, there's so many because. These WWE Women's Tag Team Championships, we could defend across every single brand. So that makes our options kind of like limitless. Yeah, exactly. We have the, all the girls from NXT Valentina, Yulisa, Electra,、yep, Electra, Lola. We have、um, Lash and Jakara. I know、yeah. they want some, so they could come get some. And then SmackDown,、Sonya、Chelsea,、yeah. Island, Alba. Kaden and Katana, like the options are endless. We're、right、ready、now. to defend these. We know anywhere, we have targets、anytime. on our backs, so I'm sure they're going to be coming and looking for us anyway. So we'll just wait and see. All right. Thank you. All right.、Uh, another question.、Uh, we have one up here. Oh, hopefully I don't yell that again.、Uh, hey, Steve Alpin Tanning Count, I interviewed you. Can't tell me. Start over again. Start over again. I interviewed、okay. both of you in Puerto Rico and I asked you about Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion and TMZ Sports picked it up and they want、ah. this match to happen. SummerSlam's <laughs> coming up. Could this be on the card? Yeah, we laid it down on the table. If they want to pick it up, that is on them. We are Ladies, ready, girls. The invitation has been sent. Um, feel free to accept or decline. It's on yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> we won't go easy on you. All right, we got one back here. Yeah, Sean Thorne, BBC Sounds.、Uh, what do you think happened with Shayna and Ronda Rousey? What kicked that off? That all seemed quite out of the blue. I, I had a sense of like jealousy going on in there. Maybe like, you know, some really long term hate that's been building up for decades, yeah, probably. I don't know. I feel like we went over every single possible scenario that could. You know, come from this match, every single outcome. And we did not for one second、um, consider that, not even in the slightest. So, I mean, I don't know if you saw my face, I was, I was shocked.、Um, I do to like to、least. think, though, our fighting spirit really helped egg it to like push it over the edge. It really did send Shayna for just a、yeah. little bit over. I am excited to see what is to come with that, though. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Congratulations. And、uh, thanks for、uh, having a chat with everyone. Thank you. Thank you. All right, and now it's time to bring out one of the most fashionable superstars, one of the most decorated superstars, and still world heavyweight champion, Seth freaking Rollins. Woo! 
All right, Seth, thank you so much for joining us. Congratulations on retaining your title tonight. Ah. Uh, yeah. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Just a little <laughs> adjustment there. Thank you, I appreciate you having me. Let's rock and roll. Let's rock and roll. All right, first question. Hi, Del Tefik, Mail Online. Um, I just wanted to say congratulations, first of all, but how does it feel to bring so much prestige to a title that's still relatively new to the company? Yeah, man. I mean, every single time we're out there defending this World Heavyweight Championship, we're building it up, you know? We knew from day one that that was going to be the goal. You look at what Roman's done for the Universal title. It's very special. There's no comparison. We are working every single day, whether it's here tonight, whether it's Newcastle, whether it's Sheffield, doesn't matter where we go, what we're doing, this title is going to be on the line anytime I can defend it. And that's part of raising that prestige. Very old school in that way, you know, very Ric Flair, very Bret Hart, very Triple H. And so, um, you know, that's, that's the way I'm going to do it. Um, by hook or by crook, man, I'm going to fight, leave it all out there and, and, and do my best. Great, thank you. Barstool Sports. I was just wondering, how did the whole of the United Kingdom's tears tasted after you beat Bala, obviously, in his hometown? Because he was, there was a big supporter of him. How did the United well, Kingdom tears taste? It's not quite his hometown, you know. He's... Yeah, he's from he's from across the pond a, lot closer a little bit. Yeah, a bit closer. But you know what? I felt a lot of love out there tonight. I'll be honest with you, man. They were singing. They're probably singing in the streets right now. <laughs> uh, they were singing before I got out there. So, I, you know, I, I didn't really notice that. To be honest with you, Finn didn't really give me a chance to pay much attention to what was going on outside the ring. He, uh, I mean, I'll put it to you bluntly. He beat the hell out of me mm -hmm. in there tonight. He brought the fight. Seven and a half years of pent-up frustration. He brought every single second of it. And so... Um, I, I love a crowd that cheers for who they want to see win. And we got both sides of that tonight. But like I said, man, I was just feeling the love out there. I thought everybody was singing my song. I don't know. Yeah. I heard it was a, there was like an, oh, Seth freaking Rollins. Yeah. So it was a good time. It was a good time for me out there. Great. All right. We've got a guy right back here. Hi, Seth. Joe Biamonte from Sporth. Um, you recently spent some time down in NXT against Bron Breaker. Is anyone else down there you fancy stepping in the ring with next? Oh, man, I would be remiss to not mention the NXT champion himself, Mr. Carmelo Hayes. I think he's super talented. Um, I would love to get in the ring with him. I think our styles would mesh really well. Um, I mean, and there's just, you know, a ton of cats down there. If I, if, if I don't say Nathan Fraser, he's going to beat me up, you know. He's going to give me hell. Hey, mate, why didn't you? Give me a rub. Um, you know, he's coming a long way. You know, he just had a fantastic match with Dragon Lee uh, recently on NXT. Um, I mean, there's a lot of up-and-coming talent down there. Carmelo's the one that jumps off the page to me, though. All right, all right. Last question for Seth. Uh, Will Gavin, Talk Sport. You're a man who knows what it is to... Wait a minute. Yeah. You told me that you didn't have any media obligations today, that you were just going to drink beer and party all day, and here we are at a media press conference. Did you, did you get roped into this? How did this happen? It doesn't mean I haven't been drinking all day. That's <laughs> what it sounds like this, but let's ignore that. Uh, you're a man who knows what it is to cash in money in the bank, so talk to us a bit about the threat of Damien potentially on you and your title. Yeah, man. I mean, that was... I've done it. I've done it on the grandest stage in the biggest way. And so I understand. I knew the moment Damien Priest won that ladder match tonight, there was a chance that he was going to stick his nose on our business tonight, and he did. Fortunately, I was uh, prepared for it for the most part. Um, it didn't seem like Finn was, though. 
So very interesting in that regard. But yeah, man, I mean, that uh, that contract changes people's lives. So it changed mine. I mean, I wouldn't be sitting here holding this title, talking to you fine folks, um, doing the show if it wasn't for that that cash in. And so um, Damien Priest has an opportunity to change his life. I just hope he doesn't do it at my expense. <laughs> All right, Seth, thank you so much and congratulations. Cheers, guys. Thank you so much. All right. We have one more guest for tonight's press conference, and we couldn't have a press conference without bringing this legend out. He is WWE Chief Content Officer, Paul Triple H. Love it. Thank you so much for joining us. I know you Thank have a you. few words for our, our media here in attendance tonight. I do, I do, and I need my glasses to read them. Um, first of all, thank you all for being here. I know it's um, you're all extremely good about traveling to the States when we put on events, and uh, it's nice to be able to come over here once in a while and give you guys a home game uh, to be a part of. So thank you for being here. Um, can't say enough about the UK, can't say enough about London, can't say enough about this whole tour. Um, crowds here, you know, I've been coming here for a long time and uh, it's always been one of my fa favorite places to be anytime there was a, you know, a European tour. You knew it was gonna be a blast. You knew uh, that everybody that came out was gonna wanna get crazy. It's just only increased over the years. You're, creative chants have, uh, <laughs> have uh, increased, some f for the better, some not, but uh, yeah, but they've increased and it's, it's always a blast. You know, Cena said it in a wonderful way tonight. Um, and I think you see it sometimes now at some of these shows and the way we're designing and building sets like uh, where there's a minimalist feature to it because you know, the crowd is the star and the crowd is the secret and the crowd is what makes the excitement and it's everything else. The bells and whistles are bells and whistles, but the why we do what we do, why we go out there every night, why these talent go out there every single night, put their bodies on the line, do what they do, um, put their blood, sweat and tears into it is to entertain all of you. For people like you right there, little guy sitting there right there, you know, for, for everybody that's that's in here, um, it's why we do what we do. So I love the fact that you come here and make a spectacle of yourselves and, uh, and enjoy it and have a blast and start to finish. It's, it's so yeah, I thank you to all of you for, for that part of it. Um, it's been an amazing week here from Liverpool to Sheffield to Newcastle to Dublin, of course, uh, tonight here in London. Tomorrow in Cardiff will be the same just everywhere we go here. It's it's awesome, it's wonderful to see, and it's, uh, and you know, thank you. Um, a little bit on the performance side of this, tonight was the highest grossing arena event, event in the history of WWE. So let that sink in for a moment. In the history of WWE, it's a pretty long history. Um, highest grossing arena event in its history. Last night, um, was the highest grossing SmackDown in WWE history. 
Those are two pretty bold statements that everybody here uh, should be very proud of. And I know we're very proud of. So thank you very much for that as well. Um, more than 37,000 fans over the last two nights just here in the O2 alone. And we'll have numbers this week because of the American holiday. Um, it's going to take us a minute to get through all this, but um, sponsorship, merchandise, social media, all uh, records for money in the bank. So we already know that. It's just getting the specific numbers. So, um, you know, successful week across the board. As far as the talent go, uh, talent goes, you know, um, I, we hold our breath on events like this for everybody. You know, there's, there's the risk-reward ratio of what you're doing, and you hold your breath as the money in the bank ladder matches take place and the high-risk moments and things that you know are going to happen. Um, happy to say that uh, the, the only injury tonight was, and I'm not even going to say who it was because I don't want to embarrass them, but the only injury tonight was somebody on their way back from the ring after having done basically nothing, nothing uh, rolled their ankle on the walk back. Um, so um, wonderfully successful night. And more importantly than that, everybody's healthy. So um, that's awesome. Men's Money in the Bank ladder match. Um, Logan Paul showing again why I, I cannot believe he does what he does and as good as he is. He has no right to be as good as he is this early um, doing this, but he, damn it, he is. And uh, my hat's off to him. He, he is fearless and gutless. And when you're looking at a guy like that uh, on the uh, the the holy crap moment, hanging with Ricochet on a holy crap level, like that's... Like, you don't even really need to say anything more than that. Um, but Priest winning money in the bank, ladder match, um, wonderful for him. I know L.A. Knight was a massive favorite coming in tonight, continuing that ascent. Um, but, uh, you know, great things come to those who wait, right? And, uh, and I think that that rise is just getting started. Um, a lot of different things tonight, a lot of different scenarios. Shayna Baszler, Ronda Rousey having a moment, turning on each other that we didn't really, I don't think anybody saw coming out of anywhere. Um, don't know what that's all about. We'll get to the bottom of it, but certainly ended up with uh, new tag champs, so congratulations to them. Gunther showing his dominance again, just at a different level of what he does and the physicality of what he does. You know, you can't really look at it and say, God, what's the crazy, spectacular thing he does? He just beats the living crap out of you. And that's why he does it better than anybody else. Um, but when it comes to beating people up, Drew McIntyre's pretty damn good at it. So this this should be uh, an interesting thing to lead us into summer. Cody, again, showing why he's a top guy. John Cena, nothing to do in the afternoon. Thought he'd pop by here and uh, just say hello, you know, I know he said it all out there, why he's here, why he did this and, and, and is here for that. But truth be told, every now and then in life, you just need a shot of adrenaline. And there is no greater direct main line of adrenaline than standing in front of 18,000 people here at O2 Arena and just doing what you can't do anyplace else in the world. So truth be told, he just needed that. Um, EO, just again... Um, Massive night for her. I thought the the 
women had a spectacular money in the bank ladder match very creative finish literally walking over her damage control leader uh, to get to the top of a ladder and and uh, and claim her victory congratulations to her Seth Rollins showing why he is the world champion tonight and and Damian Priest already showing what makes money in the bank uh, the interesting sort of twist to all of this that it is. And then, of course, the bloodline. What is it that you kids call it? Cinema? Um, storytelling is what we do, right, at the end of the day. And, um, you know, there's a lot of special effects and there's a lot of stunts and there's a lot of different ways to tell stories. But at the end of the day, there's, you know, whether you're going to movies or, or whatever, there's, there's uh, everything is great for different reasons. But every now and then there are, you know, films that you go to that hang with you because the story, the emotions of it, all those things were just so impactful and they capture you. I feel like that's what these guys are doing, you know. And when you break that down, there's a, there's sort of a moment here where you have the the biggest name, uh, household name across the board for what we do. Roman Reigns, and he has elevated tag team champions and a, a tag team specialty group to main eventing WrestleMania to beating him here tonight, just taking things to a whole level, elevating all those around him, elevating Sammy, elevating Kevin, elevating the Usos, elevating Solo. It's just, it's amazing what he's doing, and, and my hat's off to all of them. I thought they closed out a spectacular event here, and um, like I said, my hat's off to all of them, and I just want to say thank you to them because they are they are why everybody was here at the end of the day. So um, this all leads us to uh, what should be a spectacular SummerSlam at Ford Field in just five weeks in Detroit. Now that we've come to your house, I expect to see all of you there in the States, in Detroit. And um, with that, I'll open it up to questions. Great. Thank you. We have our first question over here. Uh, Alistair McGeorge from Metro UK, and really there's only one question, which is WrestleMania in London. How about it? I didn't think that question was going to come up. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. First of all, I'd like to say thank you to John Cena for putting me in an unenviable position right now. No matter what I say, I'm going to get battered for it. Um, look, as I said earlier, I have been coming here um, since the early 90s, and it's spectacular. Some of my favorite events here ever and the favorite things I did in my career have happened here even sometimes without the benefit of television or it being broadcast anywhere else but um you know we used to do the I don't know what were they what was it called like insurrection or whatever we did here you know uh yeah yeah you know years ago here and um they were always amazing events the crowd here the people here the 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 reaction here is always off the charts um, as far as WrestleMania goes, it's tough. I, I wish it was that easy. I wish it was as easy as say, as like, man, that's phenomenal there. Let's go. Right? And we'd be going to a lot of places. Um, but I can say this. If you look at this year alone, 2023 alone, for the last five premium live events that we have done um, have been in international destinations, right? And And you can look back in the years prior to that, skip the COVID one, but look into the years prior to that. Um, it's not really been a common occurrence. Um, 
Montreal sold out record sales. Puerto Rico sold out record sales. Saudi sold out record sales. London here sold out record sales. Bodes well for international. We are a global company. We intend to be a global company. We intend to be global. So never say never for any of it, right? The intent is there. It's a lot more difficult than it appears, but the intent is there. And uh, if there's a way to get a lot of these international events done, we're hell-bent on doing them. Great. Thank Trent Krim, independent? <laughs> Sorry. Hey, Triple H, uh, Jerry Collins, Sportsman's TV. We just have to ask, look, there's obviously a huge demand here for pay-per-views in the UK. Surely we're going to get another one in the next 12 months. It's, it's got to happen. I know Mania might happen in two years, three years in London, but surely you're back in 12 months for another pay-per-view. Did you guys plan to have a follow-up off of his? Course, of no, course. Just went right for it. And, and I will mention Ireland. Look, Ireland is something in, in, in long run, but look, surely we'll get something. I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, <laughs> Ireland. Um, yeah, like I said, it's a big world. Right, and um, we're a global company, and we're looking to get, um, we're looking to get out there and to get to these locations. And there's not a corner. Well, there are no corners in the world, I guess. That's why it's a weird statement, isn't it? Um, I've been everywhere, pretty much that there is to go on this planet, and I've never been anywhere where they're like, uh, "Who are you guys again?" You know, it's amazing the 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 fan base of WWE, it's one of the, the, the truly, and, and maybe only truly global sports where they, there's no place in the world that they don't understand what we do, get it right away and, and know who the superstars are, right? Um, it's just a matter of geography of getting there and when you have to factor in live televisions and all those other things and you know the amount of people you need to get to a destination to be able to put on the spectacle that we put on. It's not just the talent, right? It's a lot. The intent is to eventually get to all those places. Is it in the next, you know, few months? I'm not really, you know, th that all takes a lot of planning and logistics and everything else, but we're working on it. I promise you, just like I said about WrestleMania, we're working on all of it. We want to get everywhere. We want to see all of you. We want to be there in person. We want to break new markets. Um, it's a global company. I think the future is that, that is where we are headed in the future and that future is bright. So. Uh, we have one back here. There we go. Nabade from Sky, Triple H. Uh, lovely to have you here. I'm going to take the pressure off of you. No more questions about WrestleMania and traveling. Trying to have answered it now, yeah. <laughs> uh, you're a huge West Ham fan. Declan Rice has left. How do you feel about that? Uh, look, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get too deep into that stuff, dude. It'll wear you out over here. So one thing about the football over here, right? You start getting too deep in anything. Like, you, I don't know, you guys, it feels like you just trade people, move people. Like, you can't, I don't know, I can't even keep track of it. It's too busy. All right, one more question. It's all dudes in here? What's going on? What's wrong, what's wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing particularly, just another dude, I'm just saying. Uh, Alex McCarthy, Man Online, congrats on a great show again, Paul. Uh, Drew McIntyre made the return tonight, obviously, rapturous evasion. Hadn't seen him since WrestleMania. A lot of talk about his status with the company. You were instrumental in bringing him back in the first place for his second run. Uh, is that a priority of yours, to, to lock him down? Yeah, look... <laughs> It's always a funny thing of the amount of um, 
speculation that happens around things. Um, you know, I, I can say this just like I read stuff. You know, we see stuff all the time, right? That's printed and put out there, and people say sources say. Uh, I don't know, like put like seventy five percent of it is completely off base. Um, if if Drew had an issue, it's news to me. Right, he just was out with an injury and and getting some stuff fixed. And while he was out, he had something else he wanted to get fixed. So we did it, um, and here he is. He's a amazing performer. Um, he is uh, one of the you know the highlight superstars in this time frame in this era. Thrilled to have him back, and hopefully he's here for the rest of his career. That's how I feel about it. I think for, you know, he and I speak about it all the time. When all this stuff was coming up, it's funny, we would talk, we'd talk on the phone here and there, and he'd be like, just laughing, like, oh, my God, have you read this now? You know, it just is what it is. Awesome. Thank you all. Any Bob, final... Is there, is there one female reporter in here? Okay, we have one, uh, hey, one more. The pressure's on now. It's got to be a good question, right? Can you stand up for us and state your name? There you go. Thank you. Hi, sorry, Naren Flanders, the Daily Mirror as well. Um, we've asked about WrestleMania, we've asked about premium live events. Can we ask about NXT Europe? Yep. There's a lot of British and European and Irish talent here. We saw some of them on the card this weekend. There's a lot more out there that kind of deserves their shot. Um, it's been a bit quiet on this front. Has the UFC takeover slowed things down? Is it something that's still on the table? Do you have any kind of update, please? First of all, let's get this UFC takeover thing. So <laughs> straighten that out right here, right? <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, it's just slow down the process. You know, um, I think, I, you know, I'm terrible with time. At, at some point, uh, I don't know, end of the year, last year, whatever it is, we said in 23, it would happen. You know, I... I not having a crystal ball to see where everything was headed in that moment in time. Um, obviously, this transition um, with this merger with UFC, with Endeavor and, and TKO, it's, it's, it's changed the time frame. But I think the intent is still the same. I mentioned it in the, under the premise of WrestleMania and premium live events going global. We're a global company. We're looking to be everywhere. Um, and I think there, as you, you pointed out, there are a lot of amazing talent here um, internationally. And uh, we'd love to explore that and give them opportunities to shine on the biggest stage possible and, and see what we can do with that. Just going to take a little bit of time. Well, thank you. Any final comments before we say goodnight? No, nah, just again, thank you all very much for being here. Thank you for your support. And uh, I look forward to seeing you in Detroit. All right. Thank you, thank you so much. And thank all of you for joining us, and uh, we'll see you at SummerSlam. Good night, everybody. The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to.